<laughs> Sabaho, everybody. Sabaho. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the channel. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing really good. Uh, it is uh, Saturday, the 18th of September, 2020. Uh, it is episode 38 from set for Saturday morning. Uh, well, Saturday morning with tech, uh, episode 38. Good morning, Marilyn. Uh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I see a whole bunch of people. Matt Tyler's in the chat. Hey, man. Good morning, man. It's been a, it's been about a, a few days since we last talked. Last uh, since we last played that a uh, couple of uh, matches with uh, Call of Duty there. Um, Today, today is an interesting day. It's uh, actually this week's had some interesting announcements. Also, uh, obviously, we finally well, I finally got the Z Fold 2. As you guys saw, I posted a video on that one a couple of days ago. Uh, but the big thing, the big, big thing that I was really, really excited about is the fact that Sony finally made the announcement uh, about the Xperia 5 Mark II. Now, we talked about this. We saw the leaks. We mentioned it on the podcast a few times before. Um, I see Sam is in the chat. Hey, man, good morning. Let me just adjust the chat real quick and make sure that I get it right, because I, I figured out a way, by the way, guys, to get the chat to stay the right format, meaning stay in front of me, and I can still see it, and I'm actually look like I'm actually looking at you guys in the right format, but I still get to see the chat. The chat still shows up right. Let me see here. Okay, here and here we are. So I see here, uh, oh, Sam's out with his daughter. Hope you guys are having a great day. James Wolf uh, Hubbard is actually also in there. Roland uh, Hamid. Uh, uh, Chumay, hey, good morning. Sabaha, everybody. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome. Um, so yeah, the, the Xperia 5 Mark II, the, uh, the successor to the Xperia 5 that we we all loved basically last year, right? So the Xperia 5, for me at least, uh, holds a special spot because it, it brings some of the really good things of the Xperia 1 Mark II. Obviously, this is the big, the big daddy. Um, and there's a lot of this actually that comes into the Xperia 5 uh, Mark II, as we saw with the uh, announcement. And I posted about that one. Obviously, we talked about the fact you know, it looks for the most part, uh, it's roughly about the same size. It didn't really change much, uh, but the internals did change and they changed quite a bit. And we'll talk about that a little bit as well. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Yeah, Mr. Comer, obviously, good afternoon somewhere. Uh, yes, yeah, Scott did in there. Uh, I, and uh, of course, I can imagine uh, it's good afternoon. Oh, good morning, good day, good afternoon. And I hope you're doing well uh, because, yeah, depending where you are in the world, it it's different times, obviously. Uh, uh, the price is not too uh, not too far away from the Xperia 1 Mark II. So Roland is pointing out a really good thing. So obviously, as you guys saw the announcement, um, pre-sales or pre-orders will start on the 29th, which is roughly in about a week or so. Um, and what you're probably going to be able to do is basically put in an order. There is a combo, by the way, if you pre-order the actual Xperia 1 Mark uh, Xperia 1, sorry, the Xperia 5 Mark II. I'm going to get really confused with this because it's just too many Mark IIs in the middle of the conversation. Uh, but the short answer is uh, there's a combo, a gaming combo, since it seems like the Xperia 1 Mark II, well, sorry, the Xperia 5 Mark II, um, not this one, this is the Xperia 1. Um, and you can know that because there is no headphone jack. So that's really one of the things. Uh, one thing to, to mention is that there is a gaming combo that's coming with this, which is, from what I understand, so roughly about $400 worth. So it seems like there's a little bit more of a promotion thing going on with Sony, at least with the Mark, 5, Mark II on the Xperia 5. Um, now, it is going to be about $950, bucks, which is $250 bucks less than what the Xperia 1 Mark II is selling for, which is roughly $1,200. Bucks. So you're getting the smaller display. We're not getting the 4K display, but this is where the kicker comes in. 
Sony decided that it was finally starting to basically shift away from the 60 hertz or the 60 frames per second. So the uh, Xperia 5 from last year has a 60 hertz display. The Xperia 1 Mark II has a 60 hertz, but it's a 4K display on the Xperia 1 Mark II. Um, so the Xperia 5 Mark II is bringing in some of those, some of those type of informations or some of those exper experiences. Um, from what I can see from the images that were shown and that they shared with us, uh, there's going to be a headphone jack, so that's coming back in. Front-facing stereo speakers, definitely really good. Again, a lot of the things we like about the Xperia 1 Mark II are coming into the Xperia 5, with the exception of a couple of things. So um, first thing we'll, uh, we'll notice again is the headphone jack is here. Definitely really, really nice. Uh, we see that there is basically, uh, obviously, the fingerprint sensors on the side. There's no in-display fingerprint sensor. Uh, the size, from what I can tell, it roughly looks pretty much about the same as the Xperia 1 Mark V. So Xperia 5 Mark, well, the Xperia 5. I'm, I'm really getting confused with these guys. Uh, 5 Mark II uh, look more, yeah, so it's a 5 Mark II. I think that's what I should say, or the Xperia 5 II, you know, as, as I kind of got around this. Um, Sam's still loving his duo. Uh, I should pick up an Xperia for, for camera chops and secondary as a secondary device. Sam, uh, yeah, Sam would <laughs> Sam's gonna be broke. Aditya's in the chat. Good morning, Sabaha man. How are you? Hope uh, everything's doing good. It's um, so far it's looking good. Uh, knock on wood. I hope this weekend stays well, and I hope you guys are getting definitely uh, doing much better. Um, I'd get an older Xperia. So for me, Sam, if you're thinking of picking up an, an Xperia, I honestly think the Xperia, the 2020 lineup is way better than some of the older ones we've seen, mostly because of the software that we have and as well as the hardware. The triple 12 megapixel sensors that we have here, the 24, 16, and 70 millimeter equivalent, have done very, very well on the one Mark II. So if they if they bring if they just bring that over to the Xperia 5 Mark II, that's just gonna make it so much better. And the fact that it starts in 950. Yes, it's a little bit more than what it was before, but you have to understand also the fact that what they're doing in there. Now, this, um, it seems like it's also going to be basically supporting, again, like I mentioned to you guys, that triple camera, the headphone jack. Um, from what I can tell in the images, on, uh, I couldn't tell very clearly, but it doesn't look like there's that time of flight sensor that we saw on the Xperia 1 Mark II. So that's that may not be there, uh, but it's the 120 hertz refresh rate display with the 240 hertz uh, touch sampling uh, refresh rate that tells you pretty much that Sony's really gunning for that gaming phone. They're really wanting to give us that experience that gamers love to get. We get the zero latency. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to get the HS power control that we saw with the uh, Mark One, which is really sorry with the Mark Two on the Xperia One. And so those are a lot of things that gamers benefit. Like this was a big thing that we made a big video about on at the beginning. It's the fact that you're able to power the device, use the device, but not necessarily power the battery making it so that the device doesn't overheat when you're doing extended gameplay. So you can plug in your headset, plug in your uh, power cable, and then actually play with it. Um, obviously, we have the DualShock, so if you have any, uh, a, a PlayStation uh, controller, this is going to be really nice. Uh, Matt obviously is uh, <laughs> Matt's. Matt, uh, okay, let, let's just let's let's put you up on the screen, Matt. So Matt's basically saying he he calls it uh, the ROG Phone Three is uh, still the king, and I agree with you when it comes to gaming. I I, I I really am not 100% sure how is Sony approaching gaming in this sense, because uh, for the most part, what we see again, so all we know right now is um, there's some optimizations for the 240 hertz uh, touch sampling. There's obviously 120 hertz refresh rate display on this. Um, we're still looking at the same size display. Uh, the battery on this is about 4,000 milliamp here, so it's not a massive battery, but then you have to kind of keep in mind it stayed within the same form factor, so they couldn't have gone that much more. So very much a... I would have wished a bigger battery. That would have been something for me. 
Um, and then of course we have the cameras that we got on the Xperia one Mark II. So to me, that, that's a big jump from what we had last year it would justify the 950. And again, if you pre-order in the US, you're going to be able to get that gaming co uh, combo worth up to 400 bucks. So um, if I haven't had that, if I haven't added the, the link yet, by the time, hopefully this video does go live, I'll make sure to put that link for you guys. If you guys want to find out some more. Uh, and of course, what do you think? Oh, oh, that's right. So um, there was one thing that we also we saw a lot of things that there is a dedicated button now that uh, was in there. So if I'm not mistaken, because when I looked at the images initially, I didn't realize it. But the Xperia one, the Xperia five from last year has one, two. Actually, let me do this. I don't know why I'm showing it to you guys from this angle. Let's look at it from here. So you can, you guys could see there's a button here. That's the camera shutter button. And then there's the power and then the fingerprint sensor. So the fingerprint sensor from last year, this is not a button. So basically you have to push the button to turn on and turn off the display. It seems like with the Xperia 1 Mark II, uh, 5 Mark II, this button now is going to be used as a dedicated uh, Google button. But it's something that we have to kind of, uh, you know, appreciate. So it seems like probably the fingerprint sensor is going to be kind of like how we have it here, which essentially means I can actually push on it to turn on the display and then close it and turn it on. So it's going to have a multi-functioning uh, power button slash fingerprint sensor, but that button is going to be basically a dedicated button for for something like what we've seen with, um, like I think LG devices having dedicated customizable buttons. Um, I like the idea. I also like the idea if they give us the ability of re, uh, remapping it, that would be something nice. So not only just give us the button, but also give us the ability of maybe having a, another function go in when you have a long press as opposed to just, you know, single press, launch an app. Uh, but I have to, I, I'll have to say basically I'll need to get a chance, I'll get my hands on it one. Um, I did get a chance to play around with the Xperia 1 Mark II early uh, this year, and I had to wait a very long time before I was able to get it again. So. This is something that we have to kind of keep in mind. This night, the 29th is the pre-orders, not the actual release. So that's something to also keep in there. Uh, black frame insertion is nice. Uh, I'm not sure. Vasikos, um, I'm not sure what you, uh, I'm not sure if you mean, is that basically the black color frame that we have? Uh, oh, Matt Tyler, uh, let me see. I think I'm missing some comments. So the DT70 Pros say uh, otherwise. <laughs> Those are much better cans, man. Come on. Um, what do you think about the new Google button? They should have uh, placed it on the other side. Uh, so Muad uh, Talib is asking is, what do you think about the Google button on it? I think the reality, it's a nice button to have. I think it's, a, I'm hoping, like I said, that it's configurable um, on top of being a Google button, meaning give us another function to be able to add to it. Um, so I guess if I had to kind of put, the, put it in, in, in perspective, since I actually have an Xperia 5, uh, if I was holding it, I probably wouldn't have minded having it on the on the other side. I mean, the other side seems like it's still clean. Um, it seems also uh, that, oh, that's the other thing. It's also seems that it's going to be supporting a hybrid SIM card, uh, which is very different than what we saw with the Xperia 1 or even the Xperia 5 from last year. Uh, the Xperia 1 and the Xperia 5 from last year supported a single SIM card. Uh, let me just do this. Hopefully I can do it without messing it. Um, so this is the uh, Xperia 5. So you had a single SIM card tray, and then the second tray was basically first for an SD card. We still have that on the Xperia 5 Mark II, but it seems like they decided to go with the option now to actually add a hybrid SIM card, meaning you can either have two SIM cards or a SIM card and an SD card, which is also something that is new, and I don't think a lot of people have noticed that. Uh, so it's going to be about 799 euros, or sorry, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, ER is saying it's going to be 799, 799 pounds or uh, in the UK, 300 cheaper than the Xperia 1, which was uh, 1,000. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit cheaper, actually, if you go in the European market, which I'm going to say this now because it probably be the exact same thing. Uh, we're going to, uh, <laughs> we brought back Matt's comments uh, indirectly. 
um, it seems like Sony's focusing more, like their primary target market is really realistically going to be, uh, you know, US is one of the markets, uh, Europe, Japan, of course, that just goes without saying. Uh, but I seem like, you know, Europe and UK are, are definitely getting a lot more of the special pricing, which also seems like it was reflected as it's actually 300, well, 300 less than the Xperia 1 Mark II. Uh, but in the US for us, it's just roughly about $250. Uh, I'm not sure, uh, ER, if you can let me know if they're doing the same combo for you guys, because for here, uh, we're getting that $400 gaming combo for pre-orders. Uh, Gary the uh, Fisherman, good morning, sir. And he's uh, he's saying Happy New Year's to Aditya. Uh, ha Happy New Year's, Aditya. I, I didn't, let me know. Is it New Year's for you guys? Let me know. Um, so here, the ROG Phone 3, so Matt wants to obviously jump in with it. So the ROG Phone 3 is a, uh, has 512 gigs of internal storage, 12 gigs of RAM, uh, 6,000 milliampere, 144 hertz, the best speakers on the phone, on a phone for 920 uh, pounds, spec uh, and performance for the best uh, version of it. Um, you don't have to, you don't have to be a gamer to enjoy this phone. I'm a <laughs> okay, so Matt Tyler from now on is some uh, some ROG guy, chill some ROG chill guy. That's how it's going to be. Uh, Tim, good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, oh wow, they're giving a little extra uh, when they than when they did with the Mark One. Yes, so it seems like there's a little bit more now with the Mark One. If I'm not mistaken, there was a pair of um, their true wireless headphones. If you pre-ordered, you did get those in the U.S., but not every carrier had that. So depending on where you you know you'd expect it. Um, my hope, obviously, is that it's going to be available on most carriers the way we had it before. And when I say carriers, I do not, sorry, not phone carriers, uh, retailers. So, you know, Amazon, uh, Best Buy, so obviously Sony's website is going to be there. Uh, and of course, we'll be able to see some new, uh, more additional things. I heard rumors that uh, the release is going to be December come on. Uh, oh, so I haven't heard much on that on that part uh, from my end. My all I know essentially is that they gave me the heads up on the announcement for the pre-orders, which is the 29th. So it's, and again, another couple of weeks. I so if we just follow what they kind of did back in uh, with the Xperia One Mark II, right? So I had a chance to play with the phone at the beginning of June, right? And for the U.S., we didn't get the phone released till the end of July, which was roughly about two months. So if they start the pre-orders at the end of September, right? So then we go October, November, December. I'm, I'm hoping November. I'm really hoping November because December would be kind of pushing it. Like that's that's a long time. I mean, I realize they're trying to go for holiday season, but December is is, is well. We'll have to see. Um, here, sorry. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to make sure to get all the comments in there. Uh, Seven nine okay, so seven hundred ninety nine pounds is, is a compelling price. So Matt's jump oh DTI is in there. Seven hundred ninety nine uh, pounds is a compelling price. I think uh, have a proper Sony first party retailers here in um, in Central Europe. I'm excited. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Uh, but I still feel like Sony is focusing more on Europe and the UK than they are in the US. Um, if if that's true about the December launch, that's going to be an interesting timeline. Uh, Matt Tyler here, uh, Matt Tyler, but you can't game. Um, game in the shower with the ROG phone 3. <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning who's gaming in the shower and how long of a shower you're going to be running water in there. Unless you want to just sit there and enjoy your time. Um, yeah, no, you're, I, I understand what you mean. Uh, so speaking of which, IP65, IP68 rating as well. So those are things. Actually, let me just bring up my tweet because I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I have all the information on it in there specifically. Um, and uh, speaking of which, so Matt, as I as I, as I heard, you know, as he's mentioning, he has the ROG Phone Three. Um, I did get the uh, Z Fold Two, which is really really nice. I picked it, well, I didn't pick it up. I actually finally got my order delivered. 
Um, and it delivered quite early. It actually delivered um, like a day and a half ahead of when it was even available in retail stores, which is the first one of the first times I've seen uh, Samsung ship out things early. So not that I want to se segue the conversation over, uh, but I do want to bring, uh, I don't know why I can't remember all the specifics. So it's running the 865 from what I remember. It's not the 865 plus. That's also interesting. So it seems like they're going with the same chipset. And if I'm not mistaken here. Uh, oh, so and then oh, speaking of which, uh, if you haven't had a chance to yet, uh, please make sure to check out the, the display analysis that I had some hands on and hand information in there with the device that I have here to uh, get the analysis done for uh, for XDA with uh, Dylan. Uh, they did some nice analysis on there. And if I can find my tweet, there's so many things. Oh, and the LG Wing. A lot of people started to see the LG Wing, which is really really cool. Um, I saw Isa has a uh, has a unit that she's also uh, demoing. Um, I did reach out to LG, and um, as far as I understand, is uh, they'll contact me when they have something for me. That's that was uh, that was what I heard. Uh, so my hope essentially is they'll have they'll have something for me. But I also still hope. Uh, I really hope that they're not combining me with what XDA is because XDA did receive a unit, and I think they may still consider me as part of XDA, even though I'm not necessarily in XDA. I I, I work with them, but I'm not. You know. So short answer. We'll have to see. Um, Gary saying, uh, this December is too late for the holiday, especially in, here in the US. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's one of those, like you think about it, December 4th, it's kind of late, especially if you're trying, you're trying to bring something in there. Now, the pre-orders are gonna be coming out now, so you can pre-order it and get it reserved, and then it sounds like you're maybe getting it in December, so that's maybe that's what they're trying to say. And Matt, of course, is chiming in into that. Who plays, who, who, who games in the shower? Um, I mean, I'm not going to deny the fact that you know I've 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 heard of people watching movies or you know like watching content or just you know social media stuff if they're just sitting there. But I don't know if somebody would be in the shower doing it. Um, apparently, they're not giving up on the 21 by 9 aspect ratio. I'm really excited about the next year's Xperia design, especially on the front. Um, one thing I did want to actually kind of uh, show you guys, which I I'm hoping is it'll show really easy. This is the uh, Z Fold 2, brand new device, obviously bigger display in the front. And this is the Xperia 5 from last year. Notice anything? They're pretty much the same, the, the, the same widths and same length. I was really, really excited when I saw this. Uh, the form factor, if you've ever used an Xperia 5 or just the 21 by 9 aspect ratio, it's just that thin, long display. That's pretty much what you get here with the Xperia, uh, with the Z Fold 2. That nice, really, you know, now the, the, the display is a lot thinner it's not really the same aspect ratio but from the outside with the bezels and everything it kind of looks like that uh, but yes no they're doubling down on it and i think from a gaming perspective i can understand why that form factor is really nice because of the gaming because of the display being so wide or longer uh, your controls tend to be out of the way when from the actual you know main focus of the game so your center part of your display stays clear and you're playing when you're controlling everything else on the right side and if you obviously throw in a controller yet yeah, boom you're going into the next level um front facing speakers headphone jack coming back here which is definitely very very nice um I haven't heard a single mention about wireless charging, so I'm not sure if if they're just not talking about it or if it's not coming. That's something that's interesting because that was something that we really liked on the Xperia One Mark II. So um, I'm looking. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with with that one. I'm super excited with the fact that the the device was announced. We saw a lot of leaks. 
the 120 hertz, 240 hertz uh, touch sampling display is definitely my favorite part of this entire thing. Um, also, looks like from the images that I got from them is that there's going to be some optimizations into the came center to still have that HS power control, which we talked about, uh, dialing in uh, basically the experience video re uh, recording, as well as including yourself in the video recording, which is also very nice. And the controls are just really optimized to have a good gaming experience on top of the fact, still on top of the fact of giving us the same camera as it seems like as uh, the Xperia 1 Mark II, with the exception of the time of flight. So just keep in that. There's one sensor missing in there, but that's really not a camera. The triple 12 megapixel sensors are there. Um, there's a good chance that the front-facing sensor is pretty much the same as the Xperia 1 Mark II as well. I, I don't really know. It's hard to tell with a lot of this information. Again, this is so early. Once we see the pre-orders come out, we'll start seeing more solidified uh, specs because those that at that point, it's it's hard coded. There's no more changes in there. Um, I reached out to LG and finally, uh, uh, and finally the UK are getting the LG wing. Just wait. <laughs> oh, man. Well, first and foremost, congratulations to the UK for getting a multi-display uh, device from the, you know, obviously the Explorer line from, from LG. Uh, I know uh, Matt and I have talked many times in the past where we've seen uh, like, you know, the G8X never made it there, the Velvet, the V60. None of those came out and those are like dual display devices and so on. And um, I still think the V60, nothing against the Velvet. I think the Velvet is a great device. Um, sorry, take that back. Nothing against the wing. And I like the way the wing is trying to approach uh, the design in there. I still think the Velvet and the V60 with the dual display works a little bit better for gaming. Um, now, they don't have that gimbal mode, a whole bunch of different things. But I think for me, gaming-wise, you do want the real estate. You do want the uh, the additional display. And the fact that LG has that controller built in, I feel like that just enhances the experience. So I, I'm still doubling down on the dual display of what we saw before. Um, so Joe Hiking is saying, um, uh, hopefully I'm saying it correctly. He's saying, I really like the wing. And I actually think it's a great design. I think the Explorer design... It's it's finally we have a name to the program that LG's had for many years now, and we've seen it for many years, and that's where LG goes through and designs different uh, different shapes, different interfaces, uh, and their big thing during their announcement on Monday was essentially uh, we want to move away from the the slab and you know basically the rectangular you know glowing rectangle kind of thing. And, yeah, shameless plug to the glowing rectangle subreddit over at Juan Carlos. If you haven't checked it out, please make sure to check it out over at Reddit. Uh, glowing rectangles, uh, great great place to meet a lot of great guys, uh, people as well as well as gals, um, and of course a lot of our our viewers here on the show are uh, obviously you know, supporters there as well. Um, but I feel I feel like the the design right now. Like from what I've seen, I want to see more. I want to learn more. I also want to try it out. It is going to be coming to the U.S. to some carriers, so AT&T and T-Mobile, if I'm not mistaken, or I think it's T-Mobile and Verizon. Um, so we'll see a version of those. It is going to be running the 760, uh, 7 series, so 765G. It is not going to be running an 8 series uh, chipset. So it's going to be a little bit more along the line of, essentially, if I had to kind of quantify it seriously, I would say it's seriously taking a ring, like a sorry, the uh, the LG Velvet, and then flicking it and providing us a second display. It's a little bit thicker than this. It's about the thickness of uh, an S20 Ultra, but I, it's running about the same display, same quality, and of course the UI is optimized to work with that extra wing. Um, 
it's going to take some time for developers, external, you know, other than LG developers, to support the additional functions. So, meaning, other than doing running multitasks, it's going to be interesting to see what will work out of the box and how many companies or apps are going to start supporting that second screen. Because the the ratio or the aspect ratio of this is not necessarily the straightforward ratio. Because the second display is never going to be a full display; it's going to be a shrunken version of a small display. And of course, you have the full size display, so you can run like maps and other apps like game, you know, text messaging and so on. Uh, for me, it's a great interface. I think it's a great little design. Um, and of course, here's the here's the link glowing rectangles. Uh, of course, if you haven't checked it out. He's sharing it out of his Android device. Um, so here, um, Adam James Wales is asking, what do you think about the Xperia 5 to II price versus specs? So I'll start by saying is, uh, it is 250 or 300. Uh, there's 200 to 300, uh, 250 to 300, depending where you are. In Europe and UK, it seems like it's 300 pounds less. In the US, it's about 200, uh, $250 less than the one II. Um, I think it's for, from what we're getting now for over what we had last year. So I, basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm going to compare it to the Xperia 5 based on specs because I don't have the Xperia 1 Mark, sorry, Xperia 5 Mark 2. Too many things in there. Um, I'm going to say that actually the, the price hike is not that bad if you think about what you're getting with this device. Um, much better display. 120 hertz uh, display is definitely a big jump for Sony. Front-facing speakers. The headphone jack comes back. We are using the 865 with 5G support depending on the market that you're in. I don't know if it's going to be 5G in the US. They weren't really clear on that part, but there's a good chance it's going to be pretty much what we got with the Xperia 1 Mark II, which essentially is going to be 4G LTE, even though it's a 5G chipset. Um, current model or current version of it, it does not have the 5G modems enabled in the US. Um, and of course, the triple camera setup, which I've already used and I'm very much in love with on the Xperia 1 II. So for me, I think that's totally worth it. If you pre-order it, you get about $400 worth of game. We're basically a, a gaming bundle that comes with it. And that kind of helps sweeten the spot a little bit. Um, as a flagship, it is definitely a flagship device. It is uh, definitely a Sony product through and through a Sony Alpha through and through type of a product. Um, for me, obviously, I also I am pre-ordering the A7S III. So for me, that's going to be a big push for me to be able to use something like a device like the Xperia 5 or the Xperia 1 II um, to actually plug in directly into the camera and allow it to become a second display. So for control, those are things that I really appreciate. So yes, I think the price versus, uh, versus specs is definitely well worth it. It's well priced. Um, I'm hoping for more colors. That's my thing. I don't mind uh, the single color that we keep getting in the US, uh, but I would have wanted a purple or a blue or like the ones uh, Matt got in the UK, uh, the nice uh, shiny white one that they got uh, temporary. You know, I think it was a, a speaking, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, oh man, power shield, your beard equals Illumina Illuminati confirmed. Um, I don't know. It depends. You, you know, I'll let you. I'll let you decide on that. The beard is um, the best way to say it is. I just let it guide you, man. That's how we do it. That's that's the new motto of the channel. Let the beard guide you, because I think it attracts more people than than I even am able to do it by myself. Uh, David Burns. Oh, David. Hey, man. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the chat. Um, so Marilyn's saying is that the wing is intriguing, but I think I prefer the dual screen. And I'm with you on that. Um, I, I like the interface. I like the way it looks, but I feel like I would be, let's just say this. Um, I'm careful with this and I'm really like always conscious of, of basically what I'm doing. I'm opening, I'm using it, whatever. 
Um, the second version of the Z Fold 2 is definitely a lot better than the first one, but I feel like with the wing, I'll be way more. Um, what I've seen a lot of people do is they're holding the phone from the screen itself and at least on video. And I may, you know, I'm, hopefully when I'm able to get my hands on one of them, I can confirm it. That is a very thin display. It is not as thick as the main body of the phone. And I don't really think it's a good idea to hold the phone in that form factor. I think it's supposed to be held like sideways, almost like this. Like when you're holding it, you hold it and then you have the wing. This is my cheaper wing. Here you go. See, like the LG wing versus Xperia and Oppo going on on top of each other. I feel like that's the right way to hold it, but I'm seeing people hold it on the side from the display. And that just like, I don't know. So yes, I, I'll have to try it out. Like I said, I reached out to LG. Uh, if you, if, if anybody from LG is watching, please, please hook a brother up. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would love to be able to see what we, what we think about it. Of course, myself, Juan Carlos, I'm pretty sure is also one of your favorites. So I'm hoping if anything else, if no, nobody else gets it other than obviously if Juan Carlos gets it, then I'll be really, really happy because I, I would love to be able to see what he thinks. Fabel, Helen, hey man, creative one, sabaho habibi. So here, uh, Sabaho, please review the AirView 2, the portable monitor. Uh, thank you. I'll have to check it out. I, I'm not familiar with the AirView 2. Um, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. I've reviewed portable monitors before, like 1080p monitors uh, that plug in. Actually, one of them is sitting right under my uh, under these headsets. Um, speaking of headsets, uh, shout out to TCL for sending out a couple of... Um, here, they sent out a couple of... Uh, so they're ANC headsets as well as in-ear headsets for review. Video coming out very, very soon. Uh, coincidence, something I wasn't going to mention, but yeah, definitely in there. Um, I'll have to check that out, definitely. Uh, I made sure. So it's in the stream. I'll be able to catch it. And um, David Byrne, I learned from the best. Oh, man. Aditya. Aditya, Aditya and Matt literally need to have a show. They need it or a showdown, maybe a showdown. That, that'll that be better. Uh, I already just said, um, uh, just had a look over at the Sony UK site, and the only promotion that they're giving out right now at the moment is double the value vouchers uh, for old phones. Uh, so if if it's worth 250 pounds, there's going to be, wow, 500, oh, it's a 500 Sony voucher. Okay, so for trade-ins, it seems like it. if you're trading in a phone that's worth up to 250, they'll double it up to 500 pounds, which is actually ridiculous if you think about it. Um, but it's a Sony voucher, which means you have to use it at the Sony site. So just keep that in mind. But it seems like at least they're doing some type of promotion there. And I appreciate that. Um, where did I see? Matt had another one. Um, LG UK, uh, uh, hook up your boys uh, across the podcast as well. Yes, definitely. LG UK, if you're watching, please make sure to get it. Sam and Matt, uh, a, couple of a couple of devices there. Awesome. Uh, what's the best pair um, uh, of over-the-ear headphones? Honestly, to this day, Sony. <laughs> uh, I have mine. I seriously, like every time I want to listen to really good music, really good ANC, uh, the uh, the Sony over the years noise cancellation. There's the Mark III that I have right now. I'm still waiting to see if I'm able to get my hands on a Mark IV, uh, the new Mark IV, the, XM, the XM3s and the XM4s. I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, so hopefully th that will come in. But I think the old ones are still worth it. Uh, long, long battery life. Um, plug-in option if you want to be able to use three and a half millimeter headphone jack and of course great integration for 360 audio if you have a sony phone or obviously any other device that can run a title you're able to run in 360 audio and enjoy some of that really good content so i think if you're looking for headphones 
Um, Sony's for me are the best when it comes to ANC. Now, if you're going to jump over and say, look, I don't care about ANC. I just want really good sounding headphones. There's a lot of options that you're able to jump into, uh, but you need to also understand what you're looking for. If you're looking more for like basically, you know, dance EDM, so music mostly. So you're really more looking into some like good, really good mids and lows um, as opposed to maybe more instrumental video editing. Um, there's other, other cans that you can go into that could be a lot more. So Short answer is this great. The best pair of headphones to date for me are the Sony over the years um, noise cancellation. Um, the price on the third generation is a little bit lower now. So if you're looking to pick them up, they're definitely much better than some of the other options you're able to get. Uh, great battery life and they'll last you for a long time, uh, especially if you're using ANC with them. Um, here. Um, Kashif Javed uh, is saying, I like your videos. Huge respect from Pakistan. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, I always appreciate that, especially, you know, when you're, when you're spending your time with me at the end of the day or, you know, whenever you have some time, it's always appreciated. And thank you. And welcome to Pakistan, of course. Uh, Pakistan. Sorry, Habibi. Sorry. I, I, I forget every once in a while and I'll say words in the English dialect or what I would assume in my mind that the English word sounds like. So Pakistan as opposed to Pakistan. So sorry, that, that's generally how it comes out. Um, TK is a Choli, Sony chill today. Dude, they really... Okay, so Matt Matt Tyler's putting in there. So this is for the audio side, of course. So Matt's saying, TK is a Sony chill day, uh, chill today. Guys, you know how much I like Sony. You you guys remember how much... Ex how excited I was to be able to play with this and how sad I was when I had to return the first... The, the, the review unit that they sent me back in the day when we first... You know, Juan Carlos and I were doing videos on it. And I was just like, oh my God, like there, if there ever was a phone that I did not want to return, like I wanted to you know, come up with an excuse. Um, so the fact that the five has a successor and not only that it was, it, I mean, I was anticipating being seriously, um, I anticipated the five, five Mark II to be literally exactly what we had here. Uh, no real big focus on gaming. I knew roughly that the headphone jack was going to come in. I had an idea, obviously, that we're going to have similar optics. So there was a lot of things we could have predicted at the time of the one Mark II coming out, what the five was going to be. But what we saw here essentially is that Sony said, wait a minute. Yeah, you'll get that. You'll get the game. You'll get the device. You'll get the cameras. You'll get all that experience. You'll get the front facing speakers. We'll give you the headphone jack with the good audio and all of that good stuff. But wait. We're going to throw in a gaming feature that a lot of you guys uh, loved, where we kind of hinted at it at the beginning with the One Mark II, which is with that HS power control. And then, of course, now we have it to the next level. So I will gladly wear the TK Sony Chill shirt today. If I had one, I would wear it and, of course, uh, go through with that. Uh, the Mark IV is amazing. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I still think, like I said, personally, from what I've seen, at least even with the reviews, the four is better than the three, but it's not like this light years ahead. So if you if you want to save a little bit of money, pick up a pair of uh, Mark, uh, the Mark III. I'm talking about the Sony over the years, and you're still going to be very happy. I think the four is only if the money is not an issue and you want to just get the higher, uh, you know, the latest and greatest from Sony. Both are going to be great. Both are still supported, and you're going to be getting all the software updates through the Sony app. Um, John Sharp is uh, saying, "Hey TK, are you going to be purchasing the LG Win when it comes when it becomes available?" So my thought on this is, 
I'm first very happy that it is on T-Mobile because T-Mobile for me is where I have my jump on demand program. So I'll say this, if it doesn't come out or if I'm not able to pick up one uh, through so through LG, uh, I don't know why I'm saying Sony all day, but if I do end up getting a chance to pick it up directly from LG, I'll have obviously, I'll be more than happy to review it. And if I don't get it through them, yes, more than likely, I will be picking it up directly uh, from uh, T-Mobile. Not because uh, it's because it's it's a great device to check out. Also, when I get it through T-Mobile, I'll be able to get it through the protection plan because I feel like that's a device you definitely want to have insurance on not not i feel like it's going to be cracking anything but it just i, I like i said till i'm able to use it i can i can speak to the durability of it a lot of people right now are doing the whole flicking the display flipping open open close open close open close but nobody's really talking about the durability and how solid does it feel um lg did kind of cover a little bit about that but i feel like that's my biggest concern and i'll have to check it out uh, more mids and lows, uh, Deshaun, I, I would probably say a good, uh, if I'm going to say it, like, uh, Juan Carlos did a couple of reviews on some good KZs on there that were really nice. That were good mids and lows. Uh, but I think I would say if you're thinking of over the years, um, I, I do know that TCL does make some good headphones. These are on ears. These are not the over the years. They're very, very much compact as far as over the years. Um, I would probably go more with maybe in-ears. So like, let's say go with, I think the OnePlus uh, Bullets Wireless 2 are very good, very long-lasting battery and easy to use. Um, and of course, really good gaming as well as uh, good audio mids and lows on that. Um, I'm trying to also remember some of the other ones that I did. I did review the, oh, ah. The sound cores. The sound cores or the Pixel Buds. If you're looking to pick up a good pair of headphones, the Pixel Buds are very nice. The uh, the update, the latest update, did fix some of those cutting issues that a lot of people were having. Uh, but the sound core, uh, this these are definitely one of my favorite. The Liberty Two Pros are one of my favorite headphones. Longest battery life, greatest sound, easy to use, very simple to pair. No ANC, so let's keep that in mind. Uh, USB-C charging on the cable and up to 24 hours worth of, of battery life with the with the case and the headphones. So definitely really really good. The KZ, uh, sorry, the uh, the Soundcore True Liberty, uh, sorry, the Liberty Two Pros. That would be I would go for that. You're you're definitely going to enjoy those uh, as a great pair of headphones for sure. Let me see here. Uh, the XM3 uh, heavily discounted since the release of the XM4s. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, I, I would personally, um, if you're going for the headphones, I would go with the XM3s. It's a little bit more, but you're definitely going to enjoy the music. And it, they're great with the mids and, mids and lows, as well as the highs. It's actually an all-around really good uh, sound profile from what the Sony does. And you're able to tune it. Uh, oh, Davin Davis. Hey, man. Good morning. Hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, chat. Um, I'm digging in the Xperia 5 Mark II, trying to decide between it and the S20. I I think you should go for the 5 Mark II. Uh, I, I would nothing against the S20. I think the S20 was a great choice when it came down to basically being a budget-friendly device and for, as far as getting you that Samsung UI experience. But I feel like the cameras on it were probably not going to be the best cameras that you know Samsung's putting out there. I feel like Sony's cameras are going to be really good. They'll perform really nice. We have Cinema Pro, Camera Pro. If you take a lot of front, so maybe I'll take that back. If you take a lot of pictures with the front-facing camera, uh, that may make you go back into Samsung territory. That that'll be my only thing, uh, because the Sony, if, if if it's any indication based on the Sony one, to 
sorry, the Xperia 1 Mark II, uh, the front-facing camera was not exactly the best experience. I would say it's basically just okay, but um, the back cameras is where you want it. So essentially, whenever you wanted to take a quick selfie or a portrait, you always switched it over to the back sensor. Um, and I feel like that would be one of the only reasons why to carry this without a case, because you can actually see yourself when you're set, when you're setting the image and actually take a picture. So um, I personally would say the, the Xperia, 1, uh, Xperia 5 Mark II uh, mostly because of the features. Also, the higher refresh rate display will be definitely very appreciated there. Front-facing speakers, headphone jack, uh, great cameras on the back, a lot of good things to be said there. Um, dude, I remember how upset you got when you experienced one too, uh, went back after my... I had that one for three months, uh, for three weeks, uh, barely. No, no, what am I talking about? I had it for about two and a half weeks before I realized that I actually had to return it that quickly. That was, I think, partially what kind of got me. Uh, but Sony was really nice. I mean, honestly, uh, Sony, first and foremost, was extremely generous for allowing me to play with it uh, and get a chance to give you guys some con you know, videos on it and some some good content. And I feel like that's really where, where things kind of became very, very, um, I think, appreciative on my end that they let me you know, be part of that first wave. So um, yeah, no, no qualms with that part. I was just, you know, I was just bitter because I wanted to keep it. It was just me, you know, like when you get something that is that good, you, you, you will feel the same roughly guys. You'll, you'll know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, who's on, who's, who's on the cross pond? Yes. So that's Matt from uh, across the podcast. So Matt, Matt and Sam always hanging out with us here and I, we try to hang out with them. We were there actually. So if you have, if you guys haven't had a chance to catch it, uh, first and foremost, it's on Sundays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, last sen last Sunday, the last stream, if you guys can catch it on their on their Twitch account, um, it, it was myself, Juan Carlos, Fat Produce, or Andrew, if you guys know him, as well as Sam and Matt, and we were hanging out, chilling, and of course talking Surface Duo goodness. Since uh, I think at the time, uh, myself, uh, Juan Carlos, and Sam had a Surface Duo, and uh, I think Andrew was playing around, and he had his V60 hanging out with there, and <laughs> and Matt was the only one sitting there without a, without a second phone only messing with you matt but yeah no uh and he's very happy that the wing is coming indefinitely uh the five looks really guys honestly they, i mean so the design it doesn't seem like it changed much it looks like the cameras are still sitting on the right which is definitely the best option if you remember with the xperia one from last year the cameras were sitting all in the middle now they're all more sitting on the side uh triple camera same thing uh the price point i think is actually a good price 950 now it's not a 4K display, but it's a 120 hertz display from Sony, guys. So you know the panels are going to be good. You know the colors are going to be rich. And we obviously are going to be able to have creator mode, the 21 by 9 aspect ratio. Uh, this is so much to be said about this device. I don't have it, and I'm excited for it. That's how, how you know, the relationship I have with Sony devices. Uh, let me see here. So I'm getting some notifications here on my Fold Ah, uh, man. Yes. And if you guys haven't heard, yes, I did ship out the duo. Uh, so it's unfortunately, I don't have the duo anymore. But uh, there is going to be a, a it seems like there's going to be a, a nice little cross channel challenge going on with Juan Carlos and myself. We talked about that last Saturday. And um, it's going to be basically where I will be trading with Juan Carlos, my Note 20 Ultra, and he's going to be uh, switching and letting me borrow his uh, Surface Duo. So we're going to see basically the Productivity King uh, tool. They're roughly priced around the same. And I feel like they provide us a good experience. Uh, you know, Microsoft with their own system. And of course, it, with the keyboard, the external option, all of that good stuff. So very excited to that part as well. 
Matt, uh, this week's on the show is going to be uh, Roger from Life of Tech. So tomorrow's sh show is going to have Roger from Life of Tech. Definitely make sure to check it out. Again, uh, it's on Sunday at 1 p.m. It's called Across the Podcast. You'll, you'll check out my Twitter if you haven't had a chance to, and I'll be retweeting them as well. Uh, and uh, Joe, uh, hey, hey, oh, sorry, um, Hike. I want to say Hickey. I, I keep saying it. I don't know why, is it, but I'm, I'm assuming it's Hikey. Um, does, uh, does TK love Sony as much as Juan loves LG? I don't know. Maybe there is a good chance I may I may have that same uh, same appreciation for for this company as much as so. The thing for me with Sony guys is just uh, and I don't know maybe because I was you know born in Lebanon and, and you know just different experiences at some point. Um, Sony to me has always um, symbolized the epitome of perfection when it came to tech. I grew up with their with their Walkmans, with their CD players, with their VHS players, with their, with their Betamax, a whole bunch of things. My entire life has it was has revolved around them, and we always saw Sony as a basically a top tier type of a tech. Um, obviously, camera wise, I use Sony all the time. Uh, my, my top down camera is a Sony Handycam. I have the A7 III. I've used that for many years. Uh, I'm waiting patiently till the 24th of this month for my A7S III. Uh, my A7. Yeah, my A7S 3 to come in so that I can actually switch my uh, GH5 here and finally upgrade to actually be all Sony all the time kind of thing. So yes, if there was a way for me to say that I like Sony as much as Juan likes LG, I think Joe said it correctly. Uh, yes, TK, some Sony a chill guy. That that is the department that we're gonna where I'm gonna go with here. Uh, but you have to admit though, seriously though, uh, the the work that they have done here has shown the dedication that the Sony team has done has has thought of and actually wanted to make sure that they're giving you the best that they can offer from movie watching from audio listening for the, with the headphone jack from uh creating creating content from video as far as the cameras that you have in the back um also the ability of getting you that IAF super fast um auto focusing on the cameras even with pets is a crazy option to get on a smartphone these days so a lot of that you have to understand and appreciate the work that they're doing uh, LG does roughly about the same thing if you think about it because they're trying to push the hardware limits giving you new options new ways of thinking of how tech works I like and I appreciate both companies I feel like Sony for me is a great especially this year there's just not done a lot of work um there's still there's still a little bit of work to go, and, I, and I'm hoping that they'll have a big presence and even more uh, more of a presence in the U.S. Uh, but I feel like you know back in the day I used to pick them up from T-Mobile when they had the Xperia uh, I think it was it the Z2, and I still have that in uh, in one of the boxes over here. Uh, I like it. I like their design. They're great. Uh, so yes, I, I I hope you guys appreciate them as much as <laughs> I hope you guys appreciate them. Let's just say that. Um, Okay, now, okay, so what two, uh, okay, let me read that. So what Sony uh, let us, uh, what if Sony let us remove the Google Assistant button? I'd love to, uh, it would be able to use it as Cinema Pro app. So uh, yeah, no, that's what I think. I think if anything, so here's the thing, even if they don't allow us at, at initially, I'm pretty sure there are going to be some options with some third-party apps which allow us to actually remap the button. But the short answer is uh, yes. So we know for the most part, I'll take that back here. So at least with the, with the Xperia 1 Mark II, uh, because this one uh, definitely has it, you're able to remap the button here. So if you press and hold the button, it'll open up the camera. So for me, I have it running at Camera Pro. So what, what I think here with Davin is mentioning is that he wishes he was able to remap the second button or the Google Assistant button. So if you press and hold it for a long time, it jumps you into Cinema Pro. 
which is absolutely genius because realistically, you, you want to be able to jump either straight to video, straight to camera, and those two buttons will be really nice. Uh, on the one, we don't have that set, second button on the I, on the Mark II, so it seems like there's a couple of things in there as well. Um, Deshaun saying, uh, I'm trying to look up the Sony headphones. Uh, what should I type in in the search bar? Just look uh, here. Let me do this. I think it's the easy way to say is Sony ANC XM3. Easy. And I'm, it's, it's going to take you. It's the I think the WH uh, one thousand XM three, but just type in XM three. It'll you'll find it very very easily. Um, Visakos is asking uh, Devin Davis flat screen, no punch hole, front facing speakers, three point five mm. The Sony has a lot going for it. Absolutely, yeah. No, uh, it, it's if there's one thing to keep that in, just the appreciation of what they're doing. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, if they do carry the way this one is, this one is actually not as sharp. Uh, so what I would say is the the Sony the Mark the Mark One the Sony sorry the Sony Xperia One Mark Two has more of a flat top and side, so it's more boxy. Uh, the Xperia Five, and I'm hoping the Five Mark Two does the same. It's more rounded on the edges, so it's easier to hold in the hand as far as it doesn't actually feel like it's digging in your hands every once in a while. Sorry, I keep forgetting the button mapping here. You know, muscle memory is not working. Uh, but definitely much better than just having obviously a very sharp edge and a flat display, as you mentioned. It's definitely appreciated there. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Davin is saying, uh, oh, no, I think that's the one we were looking at, Davin, flat display. Um, not, not, <laughs> nothing exceeds Juan's love for <laughs> LG, some LG chill guy. Absolutely, absolutely. And and if and Juan doesn't know that we're just bad-mouthing him now, <laughs> we're not bad-mouthing him. We're just, we're having fun. Uh, Aditya says, Sony has always made some high quality product. I share your enthusiasm and administration for Sony, uh, Sony Tech DK. LG is my newfound love. Absolutely. Both of these companies seriously need to sit down and maybe they can just make a, a baby together and something and let us have something that incorporates, um, you know, LG's just vision and, and basically, you know, Sony's total, like, you know, all out, just put everything in, in the kitchen sink. But it's, it's, it's in a, in a good way. It's not in the Samsung, you know, let me give you, you know, 30,000 features on the phone and you only use like five of them most of the time. This is pretty much things that you can see yourself using, especially if you're a creative and you love taking pictures. Um, the Xperia One Mark II just begs to just have it out and take pictures with it. That's the benefit of having it. The cameras are amazing. They're great phones, just overall of what they're offering you. And I feel like that's really what most of us really want to get is the ability of just enjoying our tech and not having to sweat the fact that, you know, uh, which camera is the good one or whatever. No, the three cameras on the back here are great. The app that you're using with it will make them even better. So definitely appreciate there. Uh, Davin is jumping back in. I'm just glad uh, glad that Wacky LG is back with the wing. I love the uh, G5 and almost I almost bought one with the G5. Oh man, you remember the G5 with the removable bottom? Um, I actually went to their announcement. This was that was the year that I had the opportunity to go over to Barcelona for MWC. So for me, that was that was a big year. But yeah, no, I I remember the G5. The G5 is very very nice. Um, first phone to shoot 4K 128. Oh man, Davin! Uh, so totally sorry, my mistake. Totally skipped that part. Yeah, 4K 120. I, I'm hoping that actually goes back to the the Xperia One Mark II as an update. Just just personally, if the cameras are the same, the CPU is the same, and it seems like almost everything internally roughly is the same, with the exception of the monitor or the display, then yeah, no, uh, 120 hertz 4K on a mobile phone is just like wow, like wow. And of course, I just have too many phones, and they're buzzing. Um, but yes, 
Um, the only thing separating from, uh, separating me from Sony Xperia is the price. It's, it's a little bit high. Yes, I agree. Uh, but there, you know, let's just, I'll just say this. It's worth it. If you appreciate what they're offering, I wouldn't jump into an Xperia just saying, Oh, it's a cool phone. It has the word Xperia or whatever. You have to appreciate what they're offering you and understand what they're, what the amount of work that was done there. Um, the fact that the alpha team, their main camera shooting team came in and helped design the five and the, sorry, the one and the, and the five, especially for 2020 models. There's a lot to be said there. Sorry. So just appreciate what they have. I agree with you. The price definitely is a little bit high. I'm hoping it'll drop a little bit on the Xperia and Mark II, uh, but it's still literally like the best they have to offer as far as when it comes down to uh, basically content consumption and creation. 4K on a panel, on a, on a mobile device, very, very few devices even come close to that. Uh, oh, Greg is in the chat. Hey, man. Good morning, man. Uh, oh man, the LG. So if it, if LG and Xperia came together, it would be called the LG Xperia Wing Mark II. <laughs> and at that point, the internet just shuts down. The title is too long. Like if you have to have, if you ever have to make a video on this one, the brand new LG Xperia Wing Mark II. That's just the whole title right there. Um, my favorite brand uh, brand of uh, cell phone wise has always been Nokia and of course Sony, LG, and HTC. And HTC, yeah, unfortunately, uh, HTC will always hold a special space uh, as well for me, especially from the LG, from the HTC Touch back at Windows uh, days, uh, even the HTC uh, MD5, MDA. I used to use them, um, and when we started switching over to Android, even with the M7, you know, the boom, the original boom sound. I have that one somewhere too. Uh, definitely, really, really nice. Uh, Yes. So, uh, sorry, Greg is mentioning it. I, actually, I did run into uh, Max that year uh, over in the uh, press room when he was editing videos at the same time. So he and I were sitting in the press room talking. Uh, that was one of the first time I had a chance to hang out with him. Not necessarily you know, we met, like we've seen each other at other events, but uh, Max and I, uh, since then, we've had a chance to basically run into each other more and more different events. Um, and hopefully we'll we'll be going at some point again uh, if when things do pick up again. Uh Iron Man loves LG. That is true. The VX, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the, the VX9400 was the Iron Man phone when I started with the first flippy flippy. Uh, Adam is in the chat. Hey, man, Adam, uh, Tech Odyssey is in the chat. Uh, he obviously is enjoying his duo. Uh, definitely really, really nice. Uh, really, really cool guy. If you guys haven't had a chance, check him out. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so Matt's hitting us with a lot of different things. So so some LG chill guy, <laughs> TK Sony guy, and then Matt ROG chill. I think we got the we got the live stream covered, man. I think you're good. You're good with the with the with the setup. Um, thoughts on the Sony, uh, on the S20 FE looks promising. So, I, yes. So on paper, right now, at least. First, I'll have to obviously we have to appreciate the fact, or I don't know if it's appreciate, but also maybe comment on the fact that Samsung has had more unpacked this year than any other unpack ever since they've gone digital. And I wonder if they would ever go back to physical unpacks because they did an unpack for the fold, they had an unpack for the note, an unpack for the S20, and then now they're doing an unpack for the FE, which is this uh, the basically the fans edition. Um, I feel like the fan edition is going to be something that a lot of people will appreciate if the price point end up being what what I'm what people are hoping for, which essentially is more budget friendly. Uh, it's promising. It's definitely promising, and I really hope that it does deliver on what they're promising. Uh, my question would be essentially: is what is the target for it? Uh, is it really trying to compete with the S twenty? Because to me, that's what it kind of looks like a little bit visually. 
Um, or is it really supposed to be basically an option for somebody? Because the S20 is not that old. It's still running a recent chipset. It was released earlier this year, a few months earlier. So I, I, I really want to see roughly what they're trying to do because the S20 is inexpensive enough to start. So the price has to be right. I think that would be always my, something for me. Um, Uh, Holly Selv is also talking about the SE20, uh, the FE here. So the unpacked event is very soon. If you guys haven't registered for it, I think so. Short answer is this: I think it's a great option to have. The last fan edition that we saw was the Note Seven. If you remember the Note Seven and the whole debacle that kind of went into it, um, Samsung took all those Note Sevens back. They ca uh, basically uh, capped the battery capacity, changed some hardware, and then they re-released the phone as a fan edition, essentially just allowing people to be able to pick it up. It was a little bit cheaper, but again, it was still bringing in the the experience. It's still running Sony uh, Samsung software. So, short answer: I think the fan edition is a good choice. My thing would be is the price. It needs to be priced lower than what the current S20 is because, again, the S20 is still a relevant device on the market. All of our carriers here in the U.S. have it. So I'm worried about that part. What is it trying to do? And is it even coming to the U.S. overall? I mean, it's, the impact is international. So the goal is, my goal is to see what the, what they're offering. Does it really compel? Like, do the cameras really perform that well? And what corners are going to be cut? That's always going to be the concern because... To tell a story like this, you have to tailor the device. And right now, we're seeing a lot of leaks, a lot of information. But the goal is to obviously be able to see uh, what, it, what it's going to be very, very soon. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Maryland's like, the M7 was my uh, my lovely device. I still have my M8. Yes, no, uh, the M7, the M8, and I think the M9, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, the M10. Is it the M10? Yes. I think the M10 was the last one they came out with the same design before they shifted from the front-facing speakers and then they shifted the speaker, uh, the bottom speaker to fire away. That's when the boom sound kind of changed a little bit. Um, Tech Odyssey. Oh, dude. Okay, I see what you did. You say so. Uh, so, so this is Adam again as well. Uh, this is his channel, Tech Odyssey. Of course, uh, he loves his, uh, his his duo. Of course, the M8 was nice too. Essentially, uh, yeah, especially the Windows version. So that. That was one of the very few devices that we started to see you know, when Windows started to kind of you know transfer and not have as much following. Um, and of course, now we have Samsung, you know, not, sorry, uh, Microsoft coming out with the Duo. Uh, my work here is done. <laughs> Matt, it's like, that's it. Drop the mic. Boom. Matt's done. Uh, hey, oh, hi. Okay, Greg's saying hi to everybody. Um, Azizul uh, uh, Islam is a... Uh, what about BlackBerry re, uh, uh, releasing it in 2021? Uh, that's going to be interesting. We're going to have to see what BlackBerry comes back with and how they approach it. It's, it's honestly at this point, it's it's too early to even comment on even on that. But the fact that is, if BlackBerry does does not spend enough time to basically reinvent themselves and being maybe see now now when a company tries to come back, they need to be a little bit more relevant into the current market. Give, give people what they're looking for, that BlackBerry-esque experience, but try to give it in a form factor where people don't mind or don't lose so much. So the approach is going to be very, very interesting. We'll have to see. And they've tried different form factors. It's not like they, they it's not for the lack of trying. We had the sliding option for the keyboard. We had the on-screen keyboard. We had the BlackBerry key. I feel like it still fit really nicely. The key too, specifically, uh, it really kind of balanced out the whole form factor, the size, the battery life, the you know the experience. And it wasn't running really strong processing power, but it did work very well for multitasking, especially for the business person on the go. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. Uh, 
eventually the Samsung Samsung suitcase <laughs> has to be empty. Uh, at some point or another, I think, yeah, uh, at some point, Samsung's going to have to like, okay, we're done for the year. We'll see you next year in a few months. I think Samsung's realistically realistic approach is like, look, we can produce these things. It's easy to put together, and it's much easier for us to separate. Um, at the end of the day, um, I, I've tried the S20 Ultra, the S20, the Note 20 Ultra, the Note 20, and of course, the Z Fold as far as devices from Samsung this year. Um, overall, I have to say that the S20 Ultra is still one of my favorite devices, but I actually, ever since I got the Z Fold 2, I'd actually moved my main SIM card and I transferred all my data off of this S20 Ultra. So the S20 Ultra, unfortunately, is going to be on sale very, very soon. Uh, not is wrong with it. It's just for me, I... I need to be able to recoup some of my money back uh, from the Z Fold. The Z Fold is a big, big dent into anybody's wallet. Um, I was able to trade in a device for it, and I got it, uh, some discounts off of it, but it still is an expensive phone, it's just to say the least. So yeah, the, uh, unfortunately, the S20 Ultra will be the one gone uh, for that. Uh, let's see here real quick. Uh, oh, propose, uh, Periscope uh, was... was being, being super choppy, I had to jump on. Oh, oh, dude, no, definitely. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how Streamyard's been doing lately, but I hope they don't. They they they're, they're, they'll get their act together when it comes to that. Um, the Microsoft Duos, including something like an S Pen, will be a great product. Uh, so, yes, I agree with you on the fact that if they were able to include it, I think they could include it as an accessory, but not necessarily as an incorporated pen. The way Samsung has it. Um, if you hadn't, if haven't had a chance to check it out, Jack, uh, sorry, um, uh, Jerry Rig, everything basically had an opportunity to, uh, to do a durability test. But I fix it, disassembled that thing, and you could see how small the spacing is in there. Like the device would not be the way it is now if they had to put in a pen in there. To top that off, uh, you know, uh, the Surface Pen has been around for some time and has been evolving year over year. So. You know, Microsoft didn't really need to invent or reinvent the actual mechanism. They just needed to basically make it function. It works great with the Surface Duo. So if you have a Surface Pen and you want to use it, there's different version of it. There's the the more black one that actually just I think feel like it looks more of a like a piece of chalk. Uh, it, where there is also the one that has a click option as far as the pen, and that's the one I use now. I actually borrowed it from my wife's Surface, and it works great. So short answer is. Um, I think it's a great option to have, but it's great for you to be able to customize your experience. So the question would be is, would you rather get a phone that has everything in it and you can only get it in that com combination or get the phone that has a dual display, get the keyboard if you need it, get the pen if you want to be able to use it and don't get them if you don't want to, just enjoy it the way you want it. So I feel like it's it's slightly different in the approach, but definitely worth it. Uh, now, I'm not going to say that the uh, the Surface Pen will work the exact same way as uh, Samsung does it. Sorry, Samsung does it on the Note. Uh, you have to keep in mind, Samsung's been evolving this for a long time. I mean, this is the Note 20. So you remember how many Notes we've seen before and how many times have they had the opportunity to improve it. Um, Rodney Campbell is saying, um, if they put the, the S Pen with, with the Fold, uh, next iteration, it will be a game changer. I I would hope that they give us some options for pen input. So here's my th my thought on this. Um, the fact that the matter is, is that you know with the new fold, we actually have a glass front display. 
they could have easily included an S Pen and made the front-facing display work like the Note. So I'm with you on that. Um, and I don't see this being very far off from what Samsung can do in 2021. So the next iteration of the Fold could have a pen. Yes, very, very likely. And it wouldn't really be that much of a reinvention of the wheel. Uh, the spacing is there. The, the casing is big enough. They have enough space on both sides. The battery wasn't that much bigger, 4,500 milliampere on this one. So I don't think it was a question of space or you know they didn't really add a lot. Uh, so the answer is there, yes, that could be definitely very much a possibility. Let's see here. DT, oh, uh, Holy Health is responding. Uh, if the pen isn't integrated, I have um, I have a bad habit of losing it. Believe it or not, it's always going to be this. Yes, there's no question about that. You'd have to literally keep the pen almost in the same spot like your normal pens. Like if you have a backpack, there's a spot in there to be able to align the pens. That'll be about it, pretty much the only place to put it. Um, the, the, uh, the Duo did have a magnetic option for it, but right now... Cases are not available. Well, sorry, case options are still limited and pen M options uh, holders are also limited. So it's going to be an interesting choice. But I feel like if a case incorporated a pocket for the pen, now that makes it very functional. Uh, speaking of which, um, if there is one thing that I'm not, so and it's not like a gripe or kind of a frustration thing. And I do like this, the Z Fold 2. What I don't, what I'm very, very frustrated right now to this day, it's the approach to accessories for the Z Fold 2. Um, devices that are coming out generally will have cases available for many, many, many manufacturers. So an example would be this. I'm already getting calls and emails from companies selling me or telling me that, hey, we have iPhone 12 cases. Um, in general, I'll have calls or emails from companies weeks before a phone comes out for cases for a specific device. Now, the Duo didn't have that conversation. And of course, the Z Fold 2 didn't have either. But when you, know, when you sell a phone for 2000 bucks, when you sell a phone that definitely needs some protection, if you guys haven't, haven't had a chance to check it out, Max Weinbach had, uh, cracked the glass on the camera on the Z Fold 2 that he just got a couple of days ago. So this device is not, you know, it can definitely be damaged on the outside, but there's no cases available. You can't pick up a case right now. Even if you do find a site that has a case, most of them are shipping out in October, November. Uh, Spigen uh, has some cases, but again, so much like way later. The phone is available now, and I'm almost tempted to figure out is, is, is are companies just not willing to bet that people are going to buy cases they're waiting for more people to buy cases before they run their before they make a run and build some cases for it uh but you can't like verizon sorry all of the t-mobile stores in my area had the phone but no cases all the verizon stores no cases at&t stores no cases and no phones you could only get it online at least in my area um so it's very frustrating for me to say that i have I want to be able to protect my phone. I want to be able to make sure that it's there and then it doesn't last when I go out. Um, there's a few options that I've seen pictures of, but I have to wait weeks of using this device basically na uh, naked just to keep it. Uh, and I have to make sure that it's always protected. Then why? Why would you do that? Add release cases right away. First party, if anything, even the first party cases, so, uh, Sam uh, so, sorry, Samsung's uh, site, October is the earliest delivery date. It's frustrating. And then yesterday I fell for, uh, I guess, a, an order over on Verizon. Uh, it said that the case was available to ship right now and it'll get it within two days, two business days. And I paid it and I submitted my order. I got my update confirmation email and I checked it and nope, it's shipping in October. And now, and not only that, it says processing, which means I cannot even cancel my order. So short answer, yes, uh, please release some cases, please. And, and make them available very, very soon. Um, Doodle Zenos uh, um, 
info info opinion um the z fold 2 does have a, uh, does have the stylus rubber tip support samsung uh note uh so the 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 note devices have a special display it's not a dis it's not the same display as the s20s that's why we don't have a way of using um the s pen on the s20 it's a wacom based display that goes it's a slightly it's like there's a sensor behind it that recognizes the s pen that is not present on the Nest, uh, on the uh, on the Z Fold 2. What they can do, though, in the future, because of the way they integrated the new display, now the display is a longer display, it's not as wide, so it's not the same as the Note 20 Ultra, but because we have a glass display that is fully functional, this is where they're able to do it. So essentially, is they need to find a space for the S Pen to be able to house here, either on the top or the bottom section. But the fact is, they can definitely do something that incorporates the S Pen. Um, I hope that they can. Obviously, the inner display, I would not recommend putting any stylus to it. Um, not only that, I actually also don't recommend you doing any kind of extra pressure on it. The additional protection they gave in there, the, the screen protector that they installed, are great options but still not a solution to replace. These are not glass displays. So yeah, definitely very interesting to see there. Um, the, oh, Joe's saying here's uh, the Hong Kong variant is at 1,739 uh, pounds. Uh, interesting to see how different some prices, but I guess I would say if it's on the pounds, I think that would roughly re translate to, uh, it is. it did sound like it was a little bit cheaper with the leaks that we saw, but I feel like it's roughly translates to about the same. It's the China model that really sounded really interesting that had 512 gigs of internal storage as opposed to what the rest of the world is getting 256. So we lost some storage on that one as well. Um, <laughs> Matt, oh, dude, I appreciate it, dude. Thank you very much. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, always, always, Matt Tyler, TKR Bay. Oh, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, oh, Marilyn, speaking of which, so here, this is the the, the interesting kicker. Um, my understanding, at least some people reached out to me over on Twitter, and they let me know that at least, I think in, in Europe, the Z Fold does include a case. It's a flimsy little case, but it's a case. So it's similar to the one we saw last year with the Z Fold 1. Um, also, some of them, there's like some extra promotions and so on, depending on where you are uh, in, in the UK. So the, the answer is uh, very pretty much simple. Uh, I feel like the, the US got less storage, no headphones, more money, no case, um, but we definitely have some improvements on the actual device. So the, the mechanics of the phone is way, way better. It definitely feels a lot, so it's like just way more solid than it, than it did before. Uh, it always feels nice and cold to the touch whenever I'm picking it up. It feels really good. Uh, the opening of the fold just really fits really nicely. The fingerprint sensor is, in my opinion, physical fingerprint sensors will always be much, much better. Uh, it's just way better than, faster than actually just using an in-display because of that, that whole pressing and holding. Just every time I want it, I press it, hold it, it works, and it just works really nicely. You have gesture support, a whole bunch of different things. I'm not trying to complain about the fold. It's more about, I feel like the the, the release of the fold needed a little bit better work, uh, especially for that price point. And I, I really feel for the for the for the guys or the gals and girls that are working over at like T-Mobile stores and so on, that they're selling these phones and they're like, hey, you want to get this phone? Great. And they're like, do you have any cases? Sorry, don't have any cases. Do you have any protectors? No, it's tough. It's very very tough. Um, what about D brand skins until you receive your case? So that would be something. Uh, it, it, I'm, I've, I'm trying to get myself my hands on a couple of D brand skins. A buddy of mine got his. Uh, it's it's more of a working out some timing to go pick him up. Um, but I almost feel like by the time the D brand, so even if I did order it from D brand with the the way their shipping typically takes, if, at least for me, about a week or so, I'll be in September. It will be in October at the time the D brand skin comes in. So I'm hoping. Um, 
Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry. Uh, to continue the comment there, my hope is to, yes, either dbrand or um, I, I don't think Extreme Skins, uh, Matt can correct me on this one. I don't think they're going to be covering the uh, the Z Fold 2 yet. Uh, but my concern, essentially, it's more about the protection because of the fact that um, I'm always putting my phone face down, glass down on a table. I'm putting it moving away. Uh, this is not a water resistant, not a dust resistant device. So you always want to make sure that, you know, you're not leaving it in your in your pants where there's little micro pieces and so on going in there and doing their little stuff. So for me, I always worry. I always kind of tend to carry it in my hand. But uh, like an example, you know, I want to go to the beach with the family right now. And seriously, I'm actually stressing the fact that I'm going to have to put this phone in a plastic bag and put it and put it in my pocket so that it doesn't get any dust or, or kind of issues with it. So it's, it's a concern. Uh, but I got the EKGs. Okay, so I'm not sure what Ipka is talking about. Oh, the yes. So China does definitely get the the five twelve. We don't we don't get those as well. We don't get them here. Uh, we only have the two fifty six. They may bring it later, but we'll have to see here. Um, here, uh, no case with the Z Fold two here in your. Okay, so I take that back. So I guess it may have been a specific market or something, but it just. Again, for two for two k or you know you know two thousand dollars pounds depending wherever you you know you, you convert the currency to it, a case would have been nice. Uh, I think the Z the the Z Flip five G also dropped the case. The Z Flip had one, with the Z Fold had one, but the Z Flip five G and the Z Fold five Z Fold two five G do not have a case. Um, and even their cases, that's the other thing. Even their cases on their site, when you were ordering it or pre-ordering it, the cases were not available. Now the cases are available, but you don't have a way of picking them up uh, before October. So that's seriously, the phone showed up on my at my house uh, by around the 16th of the September. October is two weeks away from that. So Samsung wants us to walk around with these things, use them. Show them the people, and I think maybe that's the, the maybe that's the PR approach to it, seeing that you know they want us basically to hold the phone uncovered for so long so that other people can see it. Maybe that's ingenious way of looking at it. But short answer is I'm working very hardly to get a case. I need a case on the phone like this. Um, your de your detailed Android 11 desktop mode review will be very very well appreciated. So I'm I'm working on that. I want to do an update on the desktop mode experience, especially since I now have um, Android 11 running on a device that runs the desktop mode. So if you know if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, this week I released a few videos, uh, three videos specifically. But the first one that kicked it off was um, Oppo officially getting into the uh, basically the Android 11 game with a first. They released their version of Android 11 on the Find X2, the Find X2 Pro. And and the Find X2 Pro Lamborghini edition. Um, so with that being said, we now actually have a device that supports external displays that has Android 11. Now, the OnePlus 8 also has the same thing, so I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Uh, LG has not released any device with Android 11 on it, so we don't have LG's approach to it. We still have only Android 10. Uh, but I do like the way the new DeX implementation is running here. So I'm working on some desktop experiences, um, as well as actually a device that I got from a company called Azul. Uh, it's a mini fanless PC, essentially like a PC that fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, that runs Windows, like, and it's a PC. It's not, uh, you know, it's not Chromecast or anything. It definitely looks really nice. Uh, Greg saying, uh, "Think uh, TK, I think that the Windows Surface Phone is so much better. I, I think if a Windows version does come out, I think it would be definitely very nice, especially with the way it's if if they're able to run a VM over what we have right now. And let's say when we plug it into a TV, uh, it launches Windows." 
the Surface Duo does not have a desktop experience right now. Android 10.0 desktop is actually disabled by design. The functions or the tasks in this developer options are present. You're able to turn them on, say force desktop. But if you restart the phone and you plug it in, it force shuts it down. So either that feature is just not ready yet or it will be disabled. But what I like the fact is that if you plug it into the TV, it works really nice and it does actually emulate a large display, which is similar to what we have on our PCs. So the dual display on the actual Duo loses that little hinge in the middle, which is really nice uh, in the way it actually runs. Um, oh man, let me see here. I think I, I'm missing some comments here. Okay, I think it jumped all the way down to the bottom. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt's throwing out extreme skin. Matt, if you can reach out to the extreme skin team and let me know if they do have any Z Fold 2 skins, that would be really nice. Uh, Matt Tyler has a great deep brand alternative. Absolutely, absolutely. Extreme skins are really good. It's compatibility with devices that right now are holding me back from you know hitting them up on that. Um, so Gem 78 ILC. Okay, so can I get an explanation about the uh, the uh, about connecting headphones via USB-C. I tend to prefer wired headphones uh, and the Fold 2 does not have any headphone any headphone jack. Uh, so short answer is there's, if you have to kind of look at it between different different options, the, there's the wireless, there's the wired plug-in, uh, where's USB-C now, and of course the three and a half millimeter headphone jack. We don't have the headphone jack option, so that obviously is not, a, not, a, not an option. Um, your next best option for zero latency will be USB-C headphones. And there's a lot of options on the market, but the most inexpensive, uh, I would say well-rounded pair of headphones are um, weirdly inexpensive. Uh, and I say that because they're OnePlus Buds. They're basically the OnePlus Bullets, the wireless, the wired uh, USB-C connections. Um, I don't think dongles fix the problem for many of us. The reason behind that is they tend to be a one device, one pair of headphones, and you end up having to put them somewhere and move them around, and you will lose them. It's a question of when, not a question of if. And um, for me, I would say, honestly, wireless is the way to go. The Z Fold 2 has some great speakers on them. So I would probably actually say if you're wanting to watch movies on the Z Fold 2 and you're not in an area where you cannot do that, uh, prop it up like this, like almost like a, what they call a flex mode, Play the video on the top part of the display. Let the sound come out from the bottom firing speaker on the bottom right, bottom left. And they're actually very, very good. So for gaming even, they work really nicely. Uh, the only thing though, when you're playing games, you definitely want to switch your phone sideways so you get the sound coming out this way. If you play it more where the camera's facing up, the sound goes up and down and it kind of gets a little bit uh, different. So I feel like here it's definitely more the experience. So, uh, and then of course, wireless. The uh, the new uh, Buds Live work really good, great bass, and they sound great. Uh, but as far as actual you know, USB-C headphones, there's not a lot of options. I feel like companies want us to go with the option of going wireless, but just wireless isn't there yet. When I say there, I mean for for latency concerns. Uh, Doodle Xenos is saying, "Cool, how uh, okay? How can I play games on the Z on the Z Flip two? Okay, sorry, on the Z Flip the twofold, but cannot use a stylus. So the the gameplay on the device. So here's the thing: it's the amount of pressure you're putting over the surface. So basically, it's how much pressure you're putting over a specific area. Your finger produces a much wider presence on the display when you're pushing pressure on the display, where a pen is much more of a precise and very much sharp. So 
over time of uh, many times of basically bringing your pen and letting it touch the display you're going into the actual to actually make that register and move where your finger is again even at a sharpest point still has a much bigger pre uh, presence so that's where it is and I feel like we're more uh, more conscious of our fingers when we're touching things, especially like these displays, as opposed to when we're using another object like a pen. So I would probably say a soft tip pen may still work much better as far as usage, but it's not a it's not a glass display. That's the main thing. It's not a glass display. It has some glass materials in there. It has a screen protector that's on it, and it's a foldable display. That technology still doesn't exist for us to have true glass. You know, they'll say this is our tech. We've created, you know, foldable glass. The moment glass, the moment you see that, you realize that it has some materials in it, but it still doesn't have that much protection. I mean, here's an example. The ROG Phone 2 that I have has a glass display. I was able to shatter the, the, uh, the uh, IPS LCD panel under the glass display without breaking the glass display by putting it on the table here by coincidence, by mistake on the edge. And that snap on it, even with a glass display, broke it. So you have to understand it's it, that's really where I don't think it's it'll happen with this type of uh, display. I feel like we are still missing some type of material that gives us that 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 resiliency or uh, build in something to make it more resist uh, more resilient. Like the actual OLED panel becoming more and more resilient, meaning that it actually absorbs uh, you know direct touches for an extended amount of time without being damaged. Um, but yeah, no, definitely some things like that will definitely be really good. Let me see here real quick. Uh, oh, here. So Doodle Zeno's here. So he's saying, I'm, I'm really enjoying the Tap S7, which is great, the S7 Plus. I have one on order as well, and I have that one hopefully coming in next week. Um, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see 120 hertz on an Android tablet. Uh, honestly, I've, I've seen, I've enjoyed that type of refresh rate on a tablet from Apple, but I feel like you know Android is definitely owed one. Um, before I go too far, I keep doing this, and I'm like looking around and not touching anything. But definitely, congrats on that one. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, um, I'm still working with the same lady that uh, Matt and Sam are using for their channel for the Across the Podcast. But it's taking me a little bit of time to try to finalize the product with her. Uh, in the meantime, I did actually get uh, a couple of more things added to the Teespring uh, option that's available below the display, below the video. So some more merch stuff here from TK Bay. Uh, first and foremost, you'll definitely see, ah, of course, this is not going to look good. We need to flip over. So uh, you'll you'll notice it here. There's the new mug. So obviously, we have the logo on YN, and then we'll obviously have the channel logo to TK Bay. Really nice, very good, and of course, very nice. It's going to be my, per my personal favorite mug right now. Um, I also was able to get in a couple of cases here uh, for these. So there's Apple as well, Android and, and iOS uh, tablet, uh, sorry, cases. Very nice. And this is running on the Z, uh, the S20 Ultra before I get rid of it. It's kind of a cheesy way of doing it, uh, but definitely very nice uh, again with the logo. And I'm looking to maybe adding some more options into this. Uh, but the last thing you probably haven't noticed yet, or maybe you didn't, maybe you noticed it already, uh, stickers. We have stickers now as well, so those will be available. Um, I am waiting on getting some cases, uh, not cases, um, shirts, um, keychains, and stuff like that. There's like a different thing, but the shirt is primarily what I wanted to get. I haven't, I didn't get a chance to get a good feel from that. Oh, uh, and of course, the hat has been around, um, and I actually finally got it up on Etsy from the maker, the guy that made it for me. So if you guys are interested in that one as well, shameless plug. I, I know, uh, but I felt like I forgot. I forgot. I keep forgetting to share with you guys that there are some other things. Um, so here, uh, Vidraj is asking here, do you think Apple might have um, under underclocked the A14 in the new iPad Air to make it to make the Pro look good? 
So the short answer is the pro is the pro and the air wasn't supposed to be the pro, right? Uh, it just seems the timing of the release of the air kind of is now really bumping against what the pro is supposed to offer us. So the short answer would be is at the end of the day, I don't think from a user standpoint, like normal UI switching, opening apps, uh, running multiple windows and so on, all of that stuff on your iPad will actually notice the difference between the performance on an A14 or the A13. The big difference is really going to come in there when you're trying to process things, when you're trying to do more productivity type of work. Um, is it going to be better? I think the Air seriously was not supposed to be the Pro, but I think Apple wants to start giving options to people to be able to use their tablets. And I think they want more people to buy their first party accessories. So yes, there is a chance that the actual uh, processor may actually be, you know, the tuning of it may not be as great, but there's also going to be obviously a new generation of the pro that's going to be coming out another, uh, later on that will end up using the full potential of the A14. So it's a, it's a game really at the end of the day, I, I, I think Apple wants to make sure as long as people are still talking about iPads, um, the, the ecosystem and the actual system, you know, the actual tablets uh, ecosystem will stay there. So the air, the, the iPad, you know, obviously we have iPad minis, iPad air, iPad pro, iPad, uh, there's a whole bunch of different lines. Nobody has such an extensive line of tablets like Apple, and they're the only ones who are still making it. So, um, I don't think they're doing it intentionally, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a more of a, uh, basically, uh, a lead in towards the new version of the pro. Uh, Okay, so Ruban Ruban is asking, hey TK, why is the Reno 10X Zoom on ColorOS 11 update uh, this late uh, wait for Q1 2021? So the way I understood it, and, and this is based on how I got it, and I did actually ask because I do have a 10X Zoom as well, and I'm actually, I'm still running. Uh, I don't even have the 7.0 update that's a 10X Zoom. That's how late it is. Um, the model that I have is a European model. I think the way Oppo is doing it right now is the approaches to try to do what they're able to to release the uh, uh, the uh, basically the Android 11 or Color OS 11 on as many devices as they could. Uh, I'm I'm very happy and very excited to see that they actually announced their launch. Uh, first, they they told us right. So they launched uh, the the, uh, the Android 11 Color OS right away as soon as Android, as, as soon as Google released their version. That's part one. Part two, they gave us the actual launch schedule right at the time as they're launching it. So they didn't wait. They didn't try to just tweet it and put it somewhere so somebody will cover it and whatever. No, they covered it and it was in their launch event. Why is it so late? I'm not sure if it has something to do with the fact that the development team just needs to basically, because you have to understand is the, uh, it's not like every device gets its own development team, right? So Oppo has a software development team, you know, Samsung has it, OnePlus has it, and so on. Samsung may have the biggest one, but short answer is everybody has it. The most recent devices will more than likely get them faster because they were in development in the time when they were actually being uh, developing the Color OS 11. So those will generally go out first. So the Find X2, the Find X2 Pro, and of course, I think if, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Reno 3, the Reno 3 Pro, uh, don't quote me. Uh, the video I posted on Monday has a lot of that information. Why is the uh, 10X Zoom um, so late? I'm not sure. I know that at least in the Indian market, the 10X Zoom did receive 7.0 7 much earlier. The European market still doesn't have it. So I don't know if they're waiting to align everybody, and that's probably why, or maybe just release one version for everybody. Um, I'll, I'll try to reach out and find out from, from Oppo, but I don't have a specific answer. I was just happy to see that it was on the map, honestly, because I still don't have 7.0. So that's, that's the weird part. So for me, it's a much bigger jump. Um, uh, really enjoying the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, oh, try out the uh, the Samsung 
ANC Type C headphones. So I haven't had a chance to check out their headphones on the higher end. I've used I've, for Samsung right now. I've been pretty much stuck to their wireless ones. So I have the Buds Plus, Buds, the regular Buds, uh, and of course the the uh, the brand new ones with the Buds Live. So those are the ones that I've been using. But I would imagine, yeah, I mean they they own AKG, so more than likely their headphones are definitely going to sound really nice, especially for USB C options. Exclusive across the podcast and. Extreme skins have something big coming. Please keep your eye, keep your eye open on Twitter. Oh boy, I love that. I love that. Let's see what it is. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye our eyes out over on Twitter. Uh oh, dude, I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Uh, where am I? I think I jumped over somebody's comment. Uh. Oh, dude, Greg. Yes, no, thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. It, it took me some time, and, and there's still some options. Um, and uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, I got myself a pair of those uh, Super Saf style uh, glasses as well. Those were really nice. Um, I have to double check. I don't know if they actually offer a Pixel. I wanted to actually pick it up for the Pixel 4 XL, uh, but I'll, I'll have to double check. If I do, I'll ping you with it definitely for sure. Uh, oh, I think, yeah, that was the same. Oop, jumped over here. Um, Oh, Ruben, Ruben, yes, please. Uh, if I, if if you don't mind, guys, please. Let's. We're we're all trying to have fun. We're all trying to hang out with each other. But let's not. If there's a question that I miss, give me a few minutes. I'll try to go through it and I'll catch it. If I don't catch it, I'll try to get back get back to it. Definitely. Um, okay. Honest opinion for productivity in the long run. Would you get the Surface Duo, the Z Fold Two? So James Wolf's Hubbard is asking that. So um, I use the Z Fold. So I've used I use the um, so last week I picked up the, uh, the 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 Surface Duo. I used that one for about five days, and uh, productivity wise, it was actually very nice. The 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 overall aesthetic, like it forces you to adapt using the du the dual display and the functionality. I think um, from a productivity level, and now obviously the Z Fold Two. Once I actually am able to do that uh, that challenge with Juan Carlos, I'm I'm actually going to focus on a couple of videos focusing between the Z Fold Two and the Surface Duo as far as productivity. But that's not going to happen for at least another few weeks, at least till Juan Carlos is done with his side. Uh, I think overall both are great for productivity, but I feel like if I had to kind of categorize it. I think the Duo does better at productivity just from the sense of how it integrates itself very well to Microsoft, the, the functionalities that it works there. It really works nicely. Um, the tools, the multi, uh, the you know snapping into multi-window, uh, running dual apps, a lot of those things are definitely a lot of work that has been done on Microsoft's end to make it work with Android. Z Fold 2 is great for content consumption, co you know, content creation, if you want to be able to use some of those, uh, the cameras that you have in there. Uh, but I feel like it's more media media tuned or like maybe uh, better for consuming. Um, for me, when I'm using the Z Fold 2, what I liked about this over what I like the Duo is, and it's going to be really cheesy, but it's like going through PowerPoint presentations. So I do a lot of stuff that is day job stuff that I do on my own personal phone. So uh, PowerPoint presentations, Word documents, reading things, um, having the ability of opening it up on the bigger inner display and just using it in that form factor, opening up and making it work. I felt like the Z Fold 2 worked a little bit better for me, but I couldn't really have that experience of looking at both at the same time. So to, to do that comparison. So I think they're both great for, for productivity. I need a little bit more time with the Z Fold 2. I've had only maybe about three days now um, to basically give that final decision on it. So they're both great, but I still think the Duo does a little bit better just based on what I have right now. Um, and 
Oh, dude, Gary, the fireman, as usual. Thank you very much. TKR Bay, TKception. Oh, yeah, that, that T, hashtag TK by merch. I appreciate that. Yeah, and just for reference, these guys, uh, the things here are always going to be below all of my videos. Uh, it's going to be the first option with the little uh, logo image on it. So if you click that, there's a few few things in there. And I think they have a, uh, some face coverings and stuff like that. I was trying to, uh, I w actually, I wanted to make one and I didn't know, I don't know where it is, but essentially it's a face shield, obviously uh, for covering. But what it does, it uses the bottom part of my logo where it kind of ever kind of transfers from the nose to the mouth and really draws it over there. So whenever I'm wearing a face shield, it'll look like my actual logo beard on top. So essentially is what you guys are seeing here, the bottom part of this one. So I'm, I'm really excited about that one as well. Um, uh, give the people what they want, TKR Bay, beard care. I'm working on finding, I need to find a company that I can put something together with. It's it's not as easy. Most of them are brands that are established and they don't want to basically put together a kit for somebody else. So I'm, I'm working on that part and uh, hopefully we'll find it very, very soon, very soon. Um, Oh, I appreciate it, Greg. No, thanks, man. I always, always appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah, the, the Sentinel uh, 909. Hey, man, I hope everybody's having a great day. Appreciate it always. And of course, uh, yeah, no, I, I hope you guys are having a great day. It is Saturday. It, it literally is roughly the middle of September. I can't believe we're, we're this close. Um, you know, Halloween is coming in very, very soon, another month and a half here in the U.S., which is also a lot, a lot of big things for us. Um Oh, wow. Okay. So here, here's a good question. So Christy um, Gabriel uh, is asking is which one is the best 8K camera for mobile devices? Right now, there isn't really a great 8K camera. Uh, 8K on mobile is limited to 24 frames per second based on an 865 architecture. We really need to wait to see what comes out with the 875 if there's any improvement. So the overall, what happens is any device that has 8K is limited to 24 frames per second. So it's nature nature based photography and it's not none of them will, will give you the best technology so no ois no eis no stabilization so right now sadly uh i would probably say there isn't much they're all the same they're they're really i i don't think it's a big focus i think it was more of a flex if anything else yeah yeah you know snapdragon or qualcomm flexing that they can shoot ak on mobile but I think it's step one, really, right? So we need to wait a couple more iterations, kind of like how 4K was at the beginning. 4K wasn't really as prominent. Now we have 4K 60 stabilized, front-facing, back-facing sensors, everything. Uh, the Z Fold 2 can do 4K 60 on all of those cameras, no 8K since obviously 12 megapixel cameras. Uh, but yeah, those are things to keep in mind. And of course, uh, Sony with their cameras are doing 4K 60 easy. So I would say 8K is too soon to, con to consider. Um, but I'm also thinking is nobody can consume 8K realistically on a mobile device. So there's really not much. Very few devices like the Z, the Xperia 1 Mark II can even play 4K. So if we're looking at 8K shoot photography to compress the 1080, I think you're still okay with what uh, 4K can produce. That's the best way to say it. Uh, oh, dude, appreciate it, dude. Um, Uh, oh, wow. Okay. So Dario uh, Mehdi saying Sabah al khair uh, in Australia. So uh, a buddy, I guess he's from from uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah, Australia. <laughs> I was trying to read it because I've never seen the word uh, Australian Arabic. So I was like, Australia. Yeah. Sabah al khair. Oh, so it's good morning over there. Sabah uh, Yes. Uh, oh, okay. So Ruben, Ruben is asking here. I'm upgrading from the Apple Find X2. Uh, is it worth over the Reno X10? Yes, yes, no, there, there's no question. Uh, 
design functionality, uh, the 120 hertz uh, refresh rate, the, the the usability of the device when it comes down to what the Find X2 Pro offers uh, from, so, oh, actually, no, sorry, you're saying the Find X2. I'm not, I, so if, if you're looking at the Find X2 Pro, hands down, no questions asked. Yes, it's definitely much better than the 10X Zoom. Um, the 10X Zoom functionality is obviously going to be more focused towards the camera. If, if that's not something that you're very much buying that device specifically for, the X2 will definitely do much better for you. Uh, it's much, obviously, it's newer. It runs much better processors. And of course, you're getting the display refresh rate. That's going to be the main benefit. Uh, so I think I personally would, would definitely go with that one as well. Uh, people who record 8K on mobile uh, um, on on mobile games in the ah <laughs> uh, Joe. So for the, for those guys that like to play video games in the in the shower, they like to be able to record their video games on in 8K. That that would be the use case. Yes, I think that we will have to say uh, yeah, definitely. Dario, yes, I I got it. I just I've never seen Australian Arabic, so it was more of like reading it. I was like Australia, and I was trying to read where the where the flag was from, so there was like the whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, welcome, welcome, man, Alan. Uh, so it's uh it's not in the description uh Aditya. Uh, it's right, it should be right under the video. So if you open up the video, um, like when when you see where that the usually the merch is where the shirt is. If you've ever seen where the shirt is, it should be right next to it. If not, um, let me see if I can uh where is it here? I think I can definitely grab it from my video. Uh and I just realized I have my video showing here. Oh, okay, I see what it is. So it doesn't show up on the live stream. So, okay, uh, Aditya, if you can just you can definitely pick it up or check it out on the last video that I did, uh, the last video that I did yesterday, it'll be right under the display uh, under the actual video itself. So that's the first link. I thought for some reason, or you know what, I take that back. The live stream when it's live, it doesn't show up. It'll show up after the live stream becomes a stream, like a video for replay. I think that's where it is. Um... <laughs> Definitely. And of course, with Steve DeRoche, good morning, bonjour, mon ami, sabaho, ahlan wa sahlan, bon matin, TK, ahlan. What do you think of the LG Wing? So the LG Wing is, so it, it, to start it off, it's the first of an Explorer program. So essentially, LG decided to name the program that designs all these new form factors, new ways of interacting with tech. I think the LG Wing overall is a great innovative form factor. And why do I say this? I think because it just literally flipped it, right? It went from a straight device that normally most of us use as a straight phone. And then, of course, with a flick of a finger, now you have a Teespring type of a style phone, right? So it's going to be basically a, a phone and a half. It's not two phones because it doesn't mimic two displays. So it's somewhat in between what they're doing with the G, with the Velvet as well as what they're doing with the, uh, you know, with the V60. Um, the UI, I think, overall right now is going to be heavily customizable, heavily dependent on what LG does with it because it's such a new form factor. Um, apps, if they do run in this, will probably run either on one side or the other. Very, very few very, very few apps, if they don't have any existing partnerships with LG, will support that T form factor. So uh, am I excited for it? Yes. Um, I, I think I mentioned it earlier that I did reach out to LG, and LG right now is mentioning that there's not enough hardware, or they don't have a review unit for me yet, so I'm hoping they do. 
if they don't and T-Mobile slash Verizon do start supporting this device because they did mention them at the announcement, uh, my hope essentially is to be able to pick one up from them uh, and then just check it out myself because I'm actually very much interested to see how the form factor works. I'm worried about the thinness of the top display and a lot of people are showing us holding the phone from the top display because of the fact that 90% of the weight of the phone is in the back, meaning... Um, if we're looking at it, let's say this is the LG wing. Uh, when you prop the phone to the T shape, the top display is actually the thinnest part of the phone and everything else is still held at the bottom. So if you're holding it from that, like this, where this is holding all the weight, that could spell a lot of issues, but we'll have to see what they say. We'll have to see. And of course, thank you very much for the super chat, Steve. Always, always support it. Thank you. And sorry for the long winded answer version of this one. Um, when did this live stream start? So it generally starts about 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that's the general, every Saturday around 10.30 a.m. Um, last week, we had a little bit of a, an earlier start time, mostly because of our guest. So last week, we had Juan Carlos Bagnell, and we were talking the Surface Duo. And um, Juan Carlos had to leave a little bit earlier at around 11 Pacific, so we needed to start a little earlier. So we can get at least about an hour and a half worth of conversation between, uh, between the two of us. So yeah, uh, so it's been running for oh, about an hour and a half or so. Uh, oh, here. So uh, Fabiel is asking is, what are your thoughts are on the MM Wave wireless touch uh, plus Android desktop mode combo? It depends on what you're looking for. I mean, the reality is, so Millimeter Wave provides very fast connectivity. That's, that's the main benefit of Millimeter Wave. So ultra wideband Millimeter Wave, Verizon's main, the, the biggest proponent for it right now in the US. Um, I think these are things that you're able to use and that will reduce the amount of latency that you have. So that's the benefit from it. It's that fast throughput from one spot to the other, and you have to be obviously within a closer proximity. So the question would be is how safe it is it to be used in the home? I've seen it in the past where uh, Verizon's used the M millimeter waiver, basically their, uh, their, their, their version of 5G. Uh, to transfer content for like for home entertainment and so on. And it has a lot direct line of sight to a central hub. So uh, is it work? I mean, it works and it works great. Uh, the way I saw the demo back then was they were doing actually gaming. They were doing live stream gaming from one set, from one location to the other across the States, uh, showing us some of the content. So I think it's a great way to bring in and use this type of technology in the home uh, and reduce the latency and specifically whenever you're able to do like direct line of sight. So um, I think it's definitely something that's that's nice. Uh, is it functional? We'll have to see how the pricing goes out for it. That that's going to be my biggest thing. It needs to make sense price wise for people to adopt it. If it's too expensive, it'll take years for it to hit us. Um, do you think the Pixel Four A five G or the Pixel Five will have a headphone jack? Um, I want to say the Pixel Four A for sure. The Pixel Five, I'm not. Uh, and, and I think it depends on what what uh, you know what what we're, you know obviously what Google wants to do. So we know at least right now if i'm not mistaken i think i saw somewhere where there was going to be another announcement at the end of the month from from google so they're going to be basically uh, like a kind of like an event that people are going to be uh, paying attention to so within the next week or so we should be hearing more about them um and i am hoping 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 because of the other leaks that i've also seen is if you guys haven't seen this yet there's something called sabrina it's a little dongle that I'll say this. Yeah, this isn't it, obviously. This is just a standard Chromecast. You can kind of see the logo on it right there. So uh, the Sabrina tool, the Sabrina tool, the Sabrina thing that I got a chance to do a video for it uh, over at XDA a, a while back uh, is essentially is something with the same form factor that runs 
kind of like a hybrid Android, uh, like an Android TV experience on a Chromecast dongle, but not necessarily Android TV and not necessarily Chromecast. Still has all the Chromecast functionalities and still has some of the cool features that we get with uh, with basically having a UI interface to it and a remote. So my hope is that by the end of the month, we're going to be able to see some information on both of those. Well, all three of them, the 5, the 4A, 5G, and uh, the, the new Sabrina. If it ends up being called Sabrina, I don't know if it is, but that's that was the code name. Um, I, on, on the other hand, still believe, though, that the Pixel 4a is actually going to be the one that sells out more than all the other two that are going to be announced, because I still think for 350, you're getting so much more. So uh, the 4a, the 4a 5G will have to be, end up being probably just a bigger display. So if you want a bigger version of it, you can go for that. And the Pixel 5 needs to obviously have its own unique experiences to, to benefit off of it. Uh, but I, you know, at the end of the day, realistically, 4A is the way to go. I think I still, I still say that. Go with the 4A. Oh, Andrew, Fat Produce is in the comment. Welcome, 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 sir. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you didn't miss much. We, 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 uh, we discovered that apparently I'm uh, some Sony ha uh, chill guy, uh, whereas uh, Juan Carlos is some LG chill guy, and we've basically cornered those. And uh, Matt Tyler is going to be the uh, ROG chill guy. <laughs> uh, oh. It, Thank you, Matt. Matt picked it up. So uh, new design for the new channel. Uh, this is the new uh, the new uh, Teespring link. If you guys haven't had to check it out, it will be. I think it'll be available on the video once the live stream is over, and it's actually embedded as a video on YouTube as opposed to a live content. So they don't put merch, I guess, on live streams. But uh, yeah, that will be the link. Um, and if I could copy and paste it, I would have pasted it in the comments. But yes, no. Um, Davin Davis definitely. Huawei pushes other companies to do better and. Uh, I'm biased because I love the P the P20 Pro. So, yeah, uh, there's one thing to be said about what Huawei does as far as the company is. It definitely pushes companies, pushes other companies to develop. Uh, we have to accept and also give them a, a lot of props. The fact is, we wouldn't have devices with triple, four, quadruple camera setups on the back if Huawei didn't start that with their P series or even with the Mate series. So those are things that we have to appreciate. And of course, their camera science and their camera tech is still very much up there when it comes down to tech. Um, do we have other options? Will it be better? Will it be, you know, things get better? We'll have to see. Um, and of course, as you guys probably already heard on the news here in the US, we're going to have some, some interesting things not be available starting tomorrow. Uh, we're not being available to download started tomorrow. So we'll have to see how those things kind of become part of the story and how th how people adjust to it, especially for people that uh, like the, the apps and so on. Uh, yeah, so, uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, and uh, Fabul is asking, the, the MMWay 5G wireless zero lag touch. Yes, no, that's what I meant. It's the benefit of using this type of technology to have this type of, um, you know, zero lag experience. But the only thing about it is right now is the presence of it and the way at least I saw to, uh, Verizon doing it at the time, they were using it actually from the outside. So it was broadcasted over a millimeter wave, over 5G into the home. And that's how they were giving you the 5G technology and overall experience. So on top of the fact of being zero lag indoors, it's also uh, transferred to be over 5G. Um, I hope everybody's doing great. Yes, no, definitely. I uh, we're just chilling, hanging out, and and uh, hanging out with some of our friends. And uh, Dario from uh, from Australia, thanks, bro. Been following you since the XDA started, which was years uh, back, but never had a, a sock. <laughs> Dude, anytime, man. Anytime you like to jump in, please feel free and appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I realized it's been literally over ten years that I've been with XDA that I started over at XDA and. 
um yeah it, it's 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 a it's a fun ride uh we have an english channel we have an arabic channel we have the xda coverage um and uh trying to do other things as well so you know a lot of cool things in i, I try to stay busy let's just say that i i like to stay busy uh busy hands i think that's the best way to explain it um oppo's reno 4 pro now i have samsung the galaxy a71 um need your advice which one is better um I, so I didn't get a chance to play with the Reno 4 Pro. I did get a chance to play with the Reno 4. So the Reno 4 had a one little difference is where it had that motion sensor on the front-facing display. The cameras otherwise, though, were very, very nice. And you got the Oppo, the, the 7.2 update to ColorOS. So there's a lot of good updates in there. I think if you have to, if you're not necessarily too heavy into the Samsung ecosystem, I think the Oppo uh, the Oppo uh, ecosystem is definitely much better, faster charging. Uh, the display is actually very very nice. The cameras were really good, front facing and back facing. Um, I think Oppo for for the most part makes some of the best hardware when it's when it, when we want to talk about like unique features on hardware. Uh, the A series are definitely great. The A seventy one is no slouch, but I feel like if you had to kind of compare the two, I feel like. For me, the the Reno 4 Pro would definitely be it. Um, it is slightly smaller, if I'm not mistaken, on the display, but it definitely has a really good panel on it, 90 hertz. And of course, the cameras are very, very nice. Uh, here, okay, yeah, so I think we were talking, uh, reading, reading, oh, uh, reading manga, Fold versus Duo, Duo, uh, sorry, the Fold, hands down, hands down, yes. Um, there we don't have an optimized app yet for uh, for basically so unless you're reading kindle uh, unless you're using it on the kindle i can see where it benefits this way i like the way it works on the uh right now at least for me when i'm trying to read uh, you know like either uh dragon ball or anything like that uh, specifically because of the colors and the way it looks uh, i feel like the z the duo is a little bit too wide of an experience so the duo is wider and when you open it, you're like this wide, where the uh, the Z Flip is still giving you that kind of smartphone experience. So it's like doubling it up. So you open it up, and you're getting two the two phone experience here. It just looks better. Also, I'm able to turn it sideways without getting a line into it. So that would be my thing, uh, for me at least. Uh, but that could be obviously, uh, you know, I'll let you guys think about that one a little bit more. Um, oh, and then uh, oh, <laughs> uh, via so Vyashno. Hopefully, I'm saying it again. Uh, which tech do you use? Uh, oh, what tech do you use to maintain the beard? Story, <laughs> the story behind. Um, I think overall, the beard thing is it kind of like it started as I wanted to see how the beard looked, and I grew it, grew it a little bit, and I started to basically just develop, uh, basically you know, letting it grow and just become its own thing, and it, and literally it does become its own thing. Uh, for me right now, I, I do have my, uh, basically my USB power shaver. I, I do use balm and be, you know, beard oil and so on. There's a lot of things that go into like maintaining it. It's the best way to explain it. It doesn't actually just stand on its own, but, uh, maintaining it, trimming it, uh, especially when you have to get into it a little bit, I've had to learn how to actually maintain the beard by myself. Uh, when I first started growing it, I used to go get it, uh, go down to the barber and they just basically fixed the part, fix it for me. Uh, so for, for one thing, I definitely, I rely a lot on, uh, basically cameras. So I end up basically using a front facing camera and kind of see the back end of it so that I can actually get it uh, tailored correctly. I, I'm still in the process of trying to figure out how to make a stream out of it on maybe Instagram or something. Um, I don't know if anybody will watch a video of me, you know, doing beard care, unless I had like some kind of products to talk about, which I feel like I, I'm working on that part. I want to bring a beard care product that is 
you know, like the TK bear or the let the beard guide you beard balm or something like that. Um, it definitely would work. Uh, and I feel like it's just something that I would love to be able to bring. That's like, it connects to me on a personal level. So I hope so. And, and I will have a much better conversation. And thank you very much for the super chat on that one, man. Um, at Joe, uh, my mate 28, uh, eight going at, yeah, no, the mate 20 pro is great. Um, I still have mine as well. It's a great phone, uh, overall performance on it is one of the best cameras. Um, the way I, I measure the performance of a phone's camera is how long does it stay in my hand before I decide to change? Uh, the May 20 Pro stayed as my main driver, even though it wasn't running a Snapdragon processor, it was running a Kirin processor. Um, it had obviously Google Play Store and a whole bunch of stuff. There was no concerns back at the time when that one came out. But the cameras were great. Quad camera setup, really good. Um, we had a very interesting small form factor. Uh, you know, obviously the curved display on it and the fingerprint sensor was in the display. Uh, reverse wireless charging, the first phone to come up with reverse wireless charging that now we see, you know, Samsung and every single device they're releasing the you know, reverse wireless charging. So those are really interesting things to see. And I appreciate, yeah, definitely. I'm with you on that one, of course. Um, oh, here. So uh, Fire King is asking here. So I've been searching all day for some place that, um, that carries cases for the Z Fold 2. Have you been able to find any cases that are in stock? So here's, here's the thing. I'm with you. I've been looking at it ever since I even, once I knew I was getting the phone, I've been looking for cases. I know for sure that I was going to be using a case. So first and foremost, uh, no store has it in stock. Uh, Best Buy doesn't have any in stock. Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T do not have them in stock because they don't have them. I actually think it's a shortage from the manufacturing. I don't think Samsung released their cases. Samsung's own website has these cases sh shipping in, sept in October. Um, the one place I would probably say that has them, it's not in the US, it's called, uh, it, the, the website's called mobilefund.com. Let me see if I can show you guys what it looks like right here. I, I've used them in the BAST, but they are not based in the UK. They do ship DHL. So here, mobile fund. We'll go ahead and switch over to screen sharing uh, for you guys. And thank you for, for asking that question, uh, Fire King, real quick here. Uh, no way here. And. Oh, okay. There's. Is it mobilefund.com or mobilefund.uk? I can't be 100% sure. Let me see if I can get it to show. I don't know why the, the site is not loading, but it could also be my VPN. Let me see here. Actually, you know what? We'll do one better. Why not use the power of the fold? So yeah, uh, mobilefund. Uh, I think it's, I don't want to say it's mobilefund.com, but I, I could be wrong. It, that's That's probably why it's not loading. So here. So mobile fun here. If it decides to load, it, it could just be just bad internet connections everywhere. And I'm, I'm picking the wrong time to try to show something to anybody. So I'll give it a second to finish. I think it is mobilefun.com uh, here. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Let's see, mobile fun cases. So here, uh, you know what? Actually, I'll make it better. Z Fold 2. Uh, where is it here? The Z Fold 2 cases, mobile fun. If it decides to load, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's a. Uh, it's an internet connection issue, but for some reason, on my end at least, it's taking a little bit longer to load, which I was 
hoping it wasn't going to take this long. Yeah, I think they may they may not just be up. Uh, if you have a chance, check them out. I was hoping to show them on the site. Uh, the, the name of the site is called Mobile Fun, just one word, dot com. Um, I saw the, the leather case option in there that said that was coming in today. I also saw that nice one with a little kickstand that was available. But they also did have uh, listings for other cases that are going to be coming up. The only one in the U.S. that did show it in stock, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure if this is something that I would say definitely go, is Verizon. On their website, they did show both the leather and the kickstand case. They said it was available in the stock. They offered free shipping and they had a 25% discount on the case. But then once I put in my order and I got my confirmation email, I woke up the next morning to check to see how the status of the order is. And now it says expected uh, ship date is October and it's in processing stand, which means I don't know what's going on. So short answer, it it's not a, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. It's, it's going nowhere. Let's put it that way. I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer. I, I'm still looking. And if you do, please, please hook me up and let me know. Um, so Android TV equals Sabrina IR1980. I think I think that's what the name is, what they're trying to go for. Uh, but I think the, the new name. So Sabrina for me was the code name that we were able to find originally. So I just keep calling it Sabrina. But the short answer is, yeah, it's a new form factor. It's what we've always wanted to basically run. Basically, uh, is essentially running, like, let's say, a Chrome, a Chrome OS on a Chromebook. Type, Chrome OS on a Chromecast, which essentially is the ability of just getting the full version of what Chrome OS offers. But this one runs with a GUI. So... Uh, very nice, very instinctive uh, UI elements, very similar to Android TV, but I feel like it's closer to the original version of the Android TV with the big screen, the big color screen with the images and the, the navigation menu that I would say, again, it's like, almost like uh, Android TV before the last re re revamped UI. That's the best way to describe it. So I'm hoping it's something new. I'm hoping also that they don't just transfer everything on the Android TV to this. It's not a competitive. I think NVIDIA still holds a very good market when it comes down to Android TVs for us. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate uh, answers. Uh, any chance live streams can start uh, an hour early? Thank you. Anyways, I, I'm depending depending on how, how much people are having any, you know, if they have any issues with it. For me at this point, it does work for me at 930. I do apologize, but it does go for about a couple of hours generally. So like right now we're at around 54 minutes. We're almost done at the end of this live stream. If you're able to hang out with us, I would definitely appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to see. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll have to work out some kind of good timing on that one uh, here. Definitely Joe is going in there here. Uh, oh, rumors. I love rumors. Um, so IR9880 says, rumors have it that the Pixel 5 will still have the same camera hardware as the predecessor, which is the Pixel uh, Pixel 4 XL. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of your opinion on this? Does it matter because of the superior camera software? If they do stick with the same camera setup that a lot of people gave them, you know, were concerned about, I feel like make the secondary camera a wide-angle lens. But if, if you're sticking with the same one, which means we have a telephoto and a primary shooter, we have to see some type of you know a new tech or new something something very unique on the Pixel Five that would basically compel people to buy the five over you know what the Pixel Four A and the Four A Five G are going to give us. I mean, we do get that extra lens, which essentially is a tele you know more of a zooming telephoto lens. But the fact of the matter is, the primary shooter is literally what most people are buying it for. It's not necessarily for how good it can do in telephoto. Um, and I feel like even, even Google themselves, they announce it, they mention it, but it's not something that they sell. 
I think it, it would be a missed opportunity, uh, but it's still something that we would have to be able to you know check out and see what they can do with with that and and what constitutes it to be the Pixel Five other than the eight sixty five. That's probably what I would probably say. What makes it the Pixel Five? Is it the return of certain features that we want, or is it just again like I said, just the new the new uh, SOC? Because that to me is more of an an iterative uh, approach. But I feel like Google ha- will always have something up their sleeve. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if with the leaks there's still some and by the way kind of thing you know what i mean uh steve (laughs) yes steve steve deroche needs to pick up a a brand uh and chill with it as well so steve is picking on uh he's thinking what do you think about moto they're the underdog right yeah no definitely some moto guy Uh, we can steve deroche would be the some moto chill or some moto guy uh and and i think actually sounds a lot cooler than the, the some sony guy or some sony chill thing you know uh, so definitely, uh, Matt, we'll, we'll have to kind of work it in there. Oh man, <laughs> TikTok is no more. I, I saw how you did that. TK's TikTok is just as I was starting to become more popular on that said, never, I never said that. I'm, I'm not even going to say it right now. Um, TikTok for me is, is a, is a time passing type of a, uh, an app that I, it's literally no different than what Vine used to be. I, if I want to waste 30 minutes of my time and just basically go into a void and come out the other way and think of like, what did I just do for 30 minutes? Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of things going on right now with how, how this app is going to basically have a future and how it's going to continue. Uh, we saw a couple of tweets over uh, or the last couple of days ago. Some of the main creators are starting to open up accounts on other ta- uh, other ecosystems. Um, Instagram integrated Reels really nicely into the Instagram app, and I'm actually not ha- hating it. I'm out, I'm actually like it. I I post a lot of my videos to Instagram TV, so for me to post content on Instagram TV as well as Instagram Reels while I'm posting them into my Instagram feed, it works perfectly fine for me. I felt like TikTok was like this third system that I needed to do, but to me, it's more of consumption than creation. Uh, I post things once in a while on TikTok, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking I'm looking to see what's going to happen with it, but I hopefully does not really impact me as much. Uh, I know a lot of people see it on my devices, but it's again mostly for consumption. Uh, I do very little videos, and I know my son will be more impacted by this than I am. Uh, looking forward to one take on WeChat f- uh, Fallout on Monday. Yeah, you know what? I'm leaving that kind of conversation for Juan because that's more of his uh, cup of tea for you know what's going to happen because it's going to be the day after kind of me kind of talking the day before. It's like you know we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, but you know we'll have to see what happens uh, and of course how things go uh, with that. But uh, make sure you check it out. Of course, Juan Carlos, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every Monday, his live stream, and of course uh, across the podcast. So before we go too far, I do realize um, it is getting to that time where the where we're almost at the end of the live stream live stream and i do want to do the live stream here we go let's go ahead and do this we need to do the tk section i don't want to forget it i don't want to forget it at all so here we're going to do bring you okay whoops i'm going to bring you guys to my second screen and can i get somebody in the comments oh hey my tech reviews is in the comments uh, i just need somebody in the comments to give me the uh, the TKception hashtag, so I can put that in the, on the screen if you don't mind, real quick. Um, I want to replace my old iPhone SE soon. Are there any mid rangers with decent video quality? I really would recommend if you like the iPhone, by the way. Sorry, uh, as we're going here with um, Brasco. Hopefully, I'm saying it correctly. I, I'm trying to read it, but. Uh, the SE2020 is a very good competitor. If you like the form factor of the original SE, the SE2020 will definitely do really very good for you. 
if you want to go bigger on the on on the smartphone, I would probably wait for the iPhone 12. That'll be a slightly bigger, better, and the same uh, similar experience when it comes down to iOS. And I'm only recommending iOS is mostly because you're in that actual uh, in in that as well. Um, okay, so here it is. We have it. Thank you. Let's just okay. So first we have Aditya as always, always catching us. And let me see. Can we do this here? One, two, and. Yay, it worked. <laughs> There's always that little delay. And so let's go ahead and throw in a DTA in there. One, two, three. Let's go ahead and throw in a DTA in there. TK Seption, always, always, always. Matt Tyler in the chat, always appreciated. Uh, and of course, uh, my tech reviews, always, always. I, I love that thumbnail, man, dude. That thinking face, man, I appreciate it. And of course, last but not, not of course, no last, not least, but TK Seption, of course, Matt Tyler, of course, all our buddies over across from the UK and <laughs> Didia got you, bro. Yeah, no, you guys are always, always my my friends, dude. I appreciate the, not only just the support, but always the the enthusiasm, the, uh, the drive behind just hanging out. And of course, you know, showing up to all the live stream, chatting with me, uh, keeping conversations going. Uh, we are hitting that two-hour mark, but the, the literally the 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 one thing I would say that I'm very very much excited to see and hear more about is the LG Wing. I want to be able to try that device out. Um, not only that, I really 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 want to try out the Xperia Five Mark II. The Xperia Five was a great device that showed us how much Sony can actually improve from one version to another, from the Xperia One to the Xperia Five. A lot of the stuff that we saw with the Xperia 5 came over to the Xperia 1 Mark II. And what we're seeing now is that they're taking it to the next level with a lot of gaming, really good gaming tech in there. Uh, the other thing, of course, is uh, we want to be able to see some more really good stuff from the Pixel 5, the Pixel 4a. And uh, just I, I want to be able to just enjoy so much more the way we have uh, to be able to entertain and basically consume media. Um, I want to find a case, please. If you do know of a place that has a case in stock, check out Mobile Fun. Again, they do have, they do say that they have some cases in stock that they will ship. I'm not sure how long the shipping time is going to be, uh, but for the U.S., Verizon seems to have them in stock, and it actually lists them as in stock and is taking orders. Uh, and they are 25% off as of last night. So last night when I ordered the case, I think it was the one that with the kickstand. I ordered it. It was $59 with a $15 off coupon, which is automatically applied from their site. So. Uh, with that being said, let me see if I missed anything here. Jump over at the end. Oh, I appreciate it. Joe, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the, the TK Seption, it's, it's TK's thing started off uh, as an as it was purely an accident, exactly as a DTS saying. It started off by accident. I was switching between one screen and the other, and I accidentally shared the stream in the screen, and it was just... Ever since then, we always have to have it. it. It's kind of like the show's thing. If it doesn't happen, the show doesn't really have the right vibe. Um, and the guys always try to ping me at the beginning of the video. So it's always roughly at the end. Um, thank you very much for everybody. Aditya, My Tech Reviews, Adam jumping in, Matt, Sam, um, uh, everybody here, Daniel, Steve DeRoche, everybody in there, as well as I, I know I'm going to be missing a lot of people's names here. Uh, of course, Matt. Uh, I, I noticed it was also Zia. Uh, Uh, you know what? Actually, uh, the uh, so here for for Zia Hassan's uh, thing. If it once uh, sorry once the ten plus receives two point five. So once it does receive that, yes, it will. Uh, the reason I say that is that my 
sorry, the uh, S20 Ultra received the wireless text with the 2.5 update that it came into it. So that is that is definitely something that you can do. Uh, Daniel Cook, of course, uh, I mentioned again, Steve. Uh, <laughs> and of course, here, where is it? Uh, let me see. I think I'm I'm, I, I'm hoping I got everybody. Oh, Fat Produce was in the in the last in the chat as well. Uh, Fabel is in there as well. Uh, Fire King in there. Uh, everybody with a super chat. Daniel, of course, very much uh, Fat Produce. I, I can go for days. And of course, uh, I appreciate everybody jumping in here as well. And I do here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, oh, and then of course, Marilyn, that's what I was trying to figure out. I wanted to catch Marilyn before and then doodle everybody. Thank you very much. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Make sure you check me over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as TKDSL86550. Of course, TK Bay. Uh, the new merch that I showed you guys will be available. If you don't see it under this video, check out my last video that I posted yesterday. It's the first thing right under the video. You'll see it. It's the one that says the new, uh, it's basically the new merch. They'll have the mug, the few other things in there that is set up over on Teespring. Uh, I am working to try to bring more stuff as far as shirts and stuff. And as soon as I have that, I'll, I'll try to see if I can get some of that stuff out. Uh, appreciate it. Of course, DTA, thank you very much. It was always fun having you guys with us. Uh, stay hydrated, stay safe. Uh, things are getting a little bit better as far as the air for us here, but it's still not 100%. Uh, and we're still not out of uh, the heat season here in California. So please be safe. Please be good. Uh, I'll look forward to chatting with you guys on the next week's uh, live stream, as well as hopefully I'll have more cool things to share with you guys by then. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for the support and take care. <laughs> Always, always, yes. My tech review. See you around, my social friend. <laughs> hey, man, we used to see each other at, li uh, at live events. If that, if that ever happens again, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Take care, you guys. Bye bye.